This episode is sponsored by CastlemaniaGames.com. Castlemania specializes in retro and modern video game accessories. Their store includes new retro accessories from HD Retrovision, Eon Gaming, Retrobit, and more. They also carry products from modern games to consoles and accessories, as well as homebrew and repo parts. At checkout, use the coupon code THEGAMERSLOUNGE to get 10% off your order. Thanks again to Castlemania Games for sponsoring this show. With me, as always, is Dennis, Nathaniel, and Robert. What's going on, guys? <laughs> oh, hello. Yeah, and that was, that was what I read to continue our conversation that we had before, that Andor is not, oh. is actually, go, it wasn't filmed in the volume like all the other Star Wars things. So. Everyone listening to the podcast has been like, wait, wait what? Yeah, everybody's like, what? That's a weird, it's <laughs> a weird intro conversation. But yeah, because they, they shot it all real so i'm i'm actually excited for andor there was cool so if it's good maybe i'll watch it i'm not excited for it because i don't really care about that character all that much so whatever they they announced that show like yeah fine sure i guess (laughs) it's not so much the character that interests me it's that time in star wars that interests me yeah the rebels era and stuff like that that's well yeah is there anyone other than him that's supposed to be in it that would have been in rogue one um i don't know they haven't said anything Thing. but i know it's the rogue one people, i'd be up for writers that, and everything like, so i'm sure hey, it probably is. literally all of the other characters from rogue one if they showed up that'd be great well, him eh, he was fun it's 15 episodes <laughs> so oh, wow. there's a lot of them <laughs> so you mean they're not doing really 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 short series for once no no they are not and they already greenlit a season two that's another 15 episodes already so I just have a hard time caring about this one. I don't know. Uh, like, I didn't really care for those characters too much. I thought the I mean, story overall was fine, but Rogue it is what one, it is. Rogue One is my second favorite Star Wars movie behind Empire. It's and, my probably second or third favorite Disney Star Wars movie. Yeah. Oh, it's of Disney Star Wars movies? It's my first. Yes. No. Ever, yeah, the rest of them. The rest of them are last, all. Like, last Jedi is my first because I love that movie. Last Flaws Jedi was pretty good. I, I will say that there was. I, I wish... do love Rogue One is the best looking for like just the sense of scale in that movie of yeah. all the Disney ones. It's really like cool visually. Yeah, it really is, and it 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 blends well into A New Hope, which is really cool. Because if you watch those just back to back, sure. It, it it blends really well. Oh, like, yeah, that ending. You start New Hope, and you're like, oh, fantastic. wait, 
<laughs> this oh, is yeah. what real people look like instead of weird CGI Princess Leia right at the end of the right, movie, like yeah. back to back within like five minutes. If you're watching back to back, that's weird. Yeah, it is kind of <laughs> like, it is oh. kind of jarring. It's like, oh yeah, that's not as good as I thought it was. It's already <laughs> kind of jarring when you see it at the end. You're like, oh, it's probably you know okay. It's still weird and kind of plasticky CG looking. But you're like, oh, they did a pretty good job. But if you watch them back to back, then yeah. it's just like, no, it's never like, mind. Nah, forget it. They didn't really. It wasn't as good as I thought it was. But yeah, it was. I I, I like Rogue One, but I I like that era of Star Wars. That's why Rebels. I like the Rebels cartoon so much. Those that cartoon is a really good show. So I'm anxious to see where Ahsoka yeah. goes because there's a lot of those characters that'll be in Ahsoka. So yeah, it's gonna be really weird seeing like Ezra if he comes back and. Uh, Sabine is going to be in it for sure. So, yeah, it's going to be mm. really interesting to see them in uh, live action. Yeah. Yeah, it will. So. But anyway, welcome but, to the gaming podcast, not the Star Wars podcast. I but, mean, you know, you know, there's Star Wars games, so sure, it yeah, kind of sort of connects. Yeah, there are. Maybe. Yeah. I, wished, <laughs> I, think, I, wished... I think All in Order might be on sale for like 15 bucks right now. Maybe ten. It's always on sale these yeah, days. It's always on sale. Yeah. So yeah, fallen price. It's on sale for <laughs> I price. own it and it's on Game Pass. Yeah. Ultimate or whatever. Yeah, too. That's right. So I was like, so it's on Game Pass too. I can play it <laughs> whenever so I, I want. My buddy he he really liked Obi Wan and I was like, Oh, did you play Fallen Order? You it falls a lot into Obi Wan with some of the characters. It's pretty cool. You'd like it. He's like, No, I never even heard of it. I was like, Go buy it, it's like ten bucks. <laughs> Go buy it and play it. It's cheap. Some like, of the best Star Wars stuff that we've had yeah. in a long time. He's it's all, a really great game. He's all about the Jedi stuff, so um, he likes the stories with the Jedi stuff. So I told him he'd like that. But Well, anyway, let's talk about what we've been playing, which really for a lot of us has not been too much. Um, <laughs> um, I played quite a bit of hours-wise, yeah. just not number of games-wise. Um, I picked up uh, Cult of the Lamb after the show the other the other uh, two weeks ago, I guess. Played it for, what'd you say, Nathaniel? 18 minutes? Yeah, it's like Steam <laughs> says that, like, John has played this for 18 minutes. Yep. Like, it, was, okay. it was a really cool 18 minutes that I played it. That's all I... Yeah, that's oh, all so you're ready, you're ready to review it. Now. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't... I, even, if I, even if I was, I don't think I could say much more than Nathaniel did, even if I'd played it more, but, you know, it's... Uh, that's a gimmick you can do. It's the 15-minute review, but instead of the I, review being 15 minutes, it's you've play only played 15, 15 minutes. minutes. That, that should be our, our new section. We should do that. We should have a whole thing, 15-minute uh, game reviews. But the yep, game yep. review itself is an hour long. It takes right. you an hour to talk about the 15 minutes that you played. <laughs> yep. An hour long of, of jump cuts <laughs> describing 15 minutes of gameplay. And the sad thing minute is, by minute. Yeah, and the sad thing is, is that would probably be all my reviews are, because that's about all I have time to play in sections is about 15 <laughs> minutes anymore. So. Um, we took, uh, we went with, uh, I just imagine, uh, I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm just like thinking, it's just like at the menu astounding when you click start, it's, it's unlike perfect. anything. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you don't imagine around. the response time. <laughs> that cut, that opening cut scene was just awesome. The graphics were great. I walked to the door and opened it, but then I had to quit. So it was, so guys, it was like, I, uh, I, I tried thing. to count the pixels of the title screen and there were so many. Yeah, there was I so couldn't many. reach uh, the end. That's There's upwards of 4K, the loading icon. <laughs> 
incredible, See, clean. This is nice why black screen. <laughs> this is why I'm a huge fan of uh, quick res- or quick resume on Xbox because when you only play 15 minutes of a game at a time, it just comes right back super fast. That's I right. Mean, you know, it's that's great. Right. Unless it crashes on you. And yeah, then unless it crashes. Over over yeah, too, yeah, but you know. Yeah. I mean, if I'm reviewing a game in 15 minutes, I don't think I'm going to need quick resume. No. Uh-uh, no. <laughs> Look, quit. You really don't have. <laughs> you really don't have even fifteen minutes of time where you're going to get maybe five minutes. So that's three different sessions. It, right. Yeah. You got to do. This yeah. this review was written over fifteen sessions of one minute <laughs> gameplay. <Yeah>. Uh... <laughs> this is the content you guys came here yeah, for. Yeah, that's right. right. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. No, it's like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, we went. Uh, we went to a place called. Uh, oh, what was it called? I don't even remember. Malibu Jacks with my niece and uh, my, uh, with them. She wanted to go. It's like an indoor. They took a mall and they made like an indoor theme park. There's like roller coasters and bumper cars and go karts and axe throwing and there's a huge arcade section and a mini golf place. It was really cool. But um, so, so I'm you, not going to lie. Just because we had that conversation about Star Wars, I thought you said an indoor theme park oh, for the first yeah, like no, ten no, seconds. No, I was no. like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, tell me more. Yeah, but were there trees? That, How big were these sports? Did you already go to Disney World? Um, no. <laughs> you logs on some giant mechs. Yeah. Um, and they had arcades. You just buy, you know, put money on a card and, you know, swipe it at the arcade games. And they had, uh, nobody was at it, but they had, uh, Halo, uh, Fireteam Raven. I'd seen this standalone arcade game and it's a rail shooter is what it is. And me and the wife played it. We played, uh, we played one, one life. It's a dollar fifty a life. <laughs> so you swipe oh it. Gosh. Yeah. So if you die, you got to swipe again for another dollar fifty. You don't get like three lives for a dollar fifty or something like that. It was. And but I don't is know. Is it good enough to be the only game you play? Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it was a really good Halo game. And like I said, it's on rails. You got a big gun that you it's like a machine gun. So you, you, the triggers, you shoot your rifle. Uh, the buttons on the top, you throw grenades and then there's a reload button right in the middle. Um, it was actually really fun. There's a whole story to it. It's like eight levels long or eight, something, something like that. So it's like we got, I got right to the end of the first mission and died. Um, and then it was like, well, the kids are over doing something else. So we got to go and we never came back, but it's like, I can't imagine how much it would cost to sit there and play the entire game. Probably 20 bucks, you know. I mean, just don't but, die. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But they had, <laughs> a, uh, they had a little QR code that you could scan. And you log into your, um, your Xbox account. And it takes you to the Halo page and gives you another QR code that you scan into the machine when you're done. And it will tell you how far in the level you got, how many kills you got, where you rank with other people and stuff like that. So that was kind of cool. Um, I like that. I thought, I thought that was pretty interesting for such a, you know, an arcade game that I, a halo arcade game that I never thought I would see much less anybody would really be interested in playing. But I mean, the leaderboards were full of a ton of people. So they're playing it somewhere, yeah. whether it's Dave and Buster's or places like this. I, but. There's there's one here. Um, I forget what our local. It's not really an arcade. It's more of like yeah. a a kids fun zone. Yeah. But, uh, they have one in the window, and I've 
thought about going in and messing with it. It's but, pretty fun. Yeah, and I don't, don't, don't want to be the only person over like twelve in there. So, oh, it's no prob- probably not going to do that. Eh, we'll, <laughs> we'll go back. I mean, it was there was there was adults there. I mean, there was like I said, just set and play the games. You know, it's, at least they had cool arcade games, had VR games and stuff like that. I'm not putting on no VR mask in public. You know that no. God knows who else used. My niece did, yeah, and I was no. like, "Yeah, go wipe your eyes with uh, hand sanitizer before you leave." Because <laughs> just just smear it on the headset. Yeah, before really. You apply it to yeah. your face. <laughs> That's right. That's how you get that good seal, anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, interestingly, I mean, like, I, 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 I mean, there is a way to make that still safe for the public by just having a simple sort of covering on it, and then replacing that covering every time. I'm sure it's costly, but I remember when I went, like, right shortly after the pandemic started, actually, I went with some friends to, it was the first time I ever did this, we went to some random karaoke bar I didn't know existed, mm-hmm. and, but the microphones that they gave everybody all had covers on the actual um, yeah. you know, the, the, mic, the actual microphone itself, and they, every time you were done, they, when you returned them, you know, they would take out the cover, throw that away, and then place another yeah, cover yeah. on top of it, you know, because they don't want, people are going to have the mic that close, or, obviously, yeah, right. you know, saliva and, you know, breath could get all over it. So, um, so yeah, I mean, and, you know, so, I mean, you could still do that and have some sort of covering on top of the mask, you know, almost like a, uh, um, what's that little thing that, that they call, like, like, like a shower cap, but the things that, like, nurses use and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 like a hairnet, basically. But that, you know, for the VR mask and then whenever someone's done using it just you know get rid of that put place a new one you're good to go that way there's no actual skin to headset contact you know it's yeah. just this brand new piece of this this sheet basically yeah That's... you'd think they could do something like that but I didn't even see anybody there with a towel uh, uh, antiseptic you know, yeah. wipe, wiping yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> partner yeah, with yeah. the bowling alley to get whatever stuff they spray in shoes and just spray that all over well, yeah, yeah. And they, have a bowl, they had a bowling alley there too so it's not like they just couldn't go over and get one of those you know one of those right. things to spray hey man can I borrow this for a second yeah. Yeah. hey Jeffrey let me, let me, let me see that spray you know they had <laughs> this had this movie <laughs> I want to say it was a movie. It was it was a rail. It was another rail shooter in 3D, on a on a big video or big hundred like a hundred twenty inch widescreen you know, projector, and it had um, the seats moved and you had light guns that you would shoot with. They would wipe the the 3D glasses down, but nobody wiped the guns down after everybody had the guns. It's like as soon as we just got done, we walked out. There was a nice big thing of you know, hand sanitizer, and we're just rubbing it all. <laughs> it's like, uh, but that was probably something we should have done before COVID. Oh know? yes, absolutely. I mean, that's, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not just talking about it just about for COVID. I'm just talking about it overall in general. Ugh. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I've been real busy with work the past week, week and a half. So I have done nothing as far as games go. Um, you know, I, like I said, I sat down here last night and thought, well, I will play a game. And I watched the two episodes of She-Hulk and went, eh, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I'm, I've, I've turned into the, I need to get eight hours of sleep kind of guy. So, <laughs> but, uh, uh, Robert, what have you been playing? We'll just go in a circle. We'll go to you and then Nathaniel and then yeah. Dennis. So we'll go in a circle. So. Uh, still, you know, similar to last time we recorded, I'm still playing Dark Cloud. Hmm. Um, I guess the the remaster re, remake. It's not really a remake, but they redid yeah. it. I don't know in the same content for the PS4 
4, I think yeah. it was. So it's yeah. in it's outputting 4K of an SD game, whatever that means. Right. Um, but it's got trophies. So I've, I've gotten a little bit further in that. I'm now on the very final section of the game, um, working my way to the final boss. Uh, it's the only trophy I need left. So it turns out oh. I'm actually going to platinum Dark Cloud. Uh, sure after never fin- never finishing it twenty years ago, so, so take that. Of, What's is up? It, is it one of those? Nice. Is it one of those games where you, as you progress in the game, you just unlock every trophy? It's not anything you have to do. Like kill. you do get a lot of the stuff yeah. via the story. Now there is one missable trophy that you could just completely screw up if you don't yeah. do everything in the game. Basically, um, if you don't do like a hundred percent completion in the right order, gotcha. you could miss an item. Um, without like getting too deep into it, if you get an event to play in every single stage, somebody gives you an item that can't be used for anything, but then you give it to somebody in the next area who then trades it for another item that you trade. Um, So there is one item that you have two chances to get, um, but if you don't get that item, you can't then trade it up for whatever you need to unlock the the thing for it. Um, There was also like a fishing minigame where you had to get, like, the, the rarest fish. Um, there's also one where you have to get a fish over, like, 100 centimeters or something. Mm. Um, trying to think if there was anything else that's not... Oh, yeah, you had to, like, upgrade your weapon 10 times, which in that game is a bit of a slog because you can always build up your weapon and then you don't have that, like, plus one, plus two, plus three right. attached to the end of your weapon. But that was about it as far as, like, the extra trophies um it's not like this it's not a super easy platinum because you do have to 100 percent all these things and you have to kind of know that there is a missable trophy before you go into it but if you know that you can you can definitely do it you just don't move forward until you've 100 percented an area well at least and you're fine nothing like i'll kill a thousand of these and then go back and play it all ultra hard or anything like that you know yeah yeah drive me crazy stuff like that yeah well and that's i i thought it was going to be a lot harder than that because in the american release they added in this like hundred floor dungeon Mm -hmm. after you beat the game because in the the japanese version of the game the final dungeon had uh, a back room which is where you get like all the the special drops and stuff but they're all optional but that was somehow left out of the american version so as like a we're sorry they made a hundred floor dungeon for you to go through and there's like an extra hard boss at the end and then you unlock an ultimate ultimate sword um sure. which doesn't matter because you've beaten the game right at that point but there's no trophy for it so i'm don't really care. I'm not yeah, do yeah, it. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> that. You, yeah. yeah. Um, a- apparently, if you you can once you go through that, you can get to that extra dungeon before beating the game on a subsequent playthrough. So then you can have that ultimate ultimate sword and just like get through the game without trying, basically, mm. which is kind of cool. But I don't know why you'd ever replay this game. Not that it's bad. Like I, I've enjoyed my time, but uh, getting to the end of the game, it's you know, it's certainly. A product of the time. It right. shows its age. The voice acting's not great. The gameplay is repetitive after thirty hours. So, well, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to almost be done with it. And, and those type of games were always more one and done anyway, unless you wanted to go back and play it on a harder level. Yeah, they were yeah. And I, I mean, I, I would love to say that there was like a story keeping me going, but you have like the opening cutscene that sets you up, and oh, there's this evil genie who is trying to destroy the world. And you're like, all right, cool. But that's it. There's no story until the end. And now I'm getting like this lore dump right at the very end, which I mean, 
it's kind of like how games were back in the day and you just like met characters and they had their own little itty bitty stories here and there but it's not enough that you'd ever go back to it it's still just evil genie he was actually created this way not the way that we thought you're still gonna kill him yeah <laughs> okay okay <laughs> cool. Sure. cool 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 um I've also been playing Final Fantasy fourteen just a little bit. What? Uh they came out they came out with Island Sanctuary <laughs> in the late well the the new patch just dropped. What? So I had to play it I had to play it some, you know? <laughs> Come on. Uh as you all know, if you probably go back in the history, I think Final Fantasy fourteen might be on every single show that I've ever been on. I'm sure. And le- and, uh, never, unless I just specifically minute, left it out. I've never heard of this Final Fantasy fourteen you speak uh, of. Can we start yeah. from the beginning and tell me everything about it? Well, <laughs> why, why, yes, John, absolutely. So Final Fantasy uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, uh, where you can play for free up to uh, level sixty, including the award winning expansion Heaven's Ward, uh, completely completely free, free trial. Man, Go ahead and play now. Thanks. Somebody is um, getting paid by Square. Jeez. If you want to know about it go watch the documentary that uh no clip made on. oh man watch go. yeah watch that no clip documentary but um yeah let me know if you need a friend code yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway i've been i've been playing um final fantasy 14 because the new patch dropped and island sanctuary came out and i've been so stoked for island sanctuary and if you don't know what island sanctuary is uh it's basically if you take animal crossing and remove all the cute creatures hmm. slap it into final fantasy and put in their own weird creatures there you go. You got Animal Crossing in Final Fantasy XIV gameplay. Uh, everyone gets their own custom island you're going through. You have to gather a bunch of stuff. You got to then craft tools, and then you use those tools to gather other stuff. Craft bigger tools, craft uh, houses, craft the ability to have a workstation to then craft all these other things. But then it goes real in-depth. And I have, and again, I haven't gone into this thing like for very long, maybe like an hour or mm. two or so. And, like, you can schedule in the game uh, when you want your, like, automated... They're, they're called mammoths, which are basically, like, robots in this game. Um, and they're going to they're gonna craft all these things for me according to the schedule that I laid out for the next four or five days or whatever <laughs> until I have to give them their mandated, mandated two-day break. Because, uh, you know, they're in a everybody, union, apparently. Yeah, everybody <laughs> should be able to take days off. I mean, come on. Holidays, yeah. <laughs> Overtime, workman's comp, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah, and and then based on, you know, the the laws of supply and demand, some stuff is more in demand. You get more money for it. You use that money to unlock cool stuff. Um, But it's it's really cool. It's it's, um, it's relaxing. The gathering's mind-numbing. It's not meant to be hard. It's not like crafting in Final Fantasy XIV where you have a moveset. It's an actual, like, class. This year, literally, oh, there, there's a palm tree. I'm going to click on it. I chop the palm tree. I get some palm wood and some palm leaves. Right. That's that. It's not about that. Um, but it's really cool. I'm really excited to see if it gets expanded, what they're going to do with it. But there's also more mounts in the game. And you all know I love collecting me some mounts. So it's exciting. Yeah, that was always a fun thing to do in World of Warcraft was collect mounts 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 i gotta get mounts and minions yeah for sure and i i Um, I I loved for final fantasy 14 what little bit i got to play of it but man i just do not if i don't have time to play a single player game on a friggin' handheld console i sure as crap don't have time to play an mmo anymore well you see the trick is i didn't have time either you have to get your significant other hooked 
Oh, and then well, they yeah, make we, you play all the time. Yeah, we did that. We <laughs> did that too. We did that with World of Warcraft. I mean, we we both played World of Warcraft, and in the summertime when Nikki was off, we would do refer a friend because you could do re- yeah. you could do refer a friend, and then you could combine accounts so you could keep that character. So at one point, we had like all our character slots maxed full um, with Man. level sixty characters, and was going through stuff and. But I tell you, it's it's. I don't know. If Final Fantasy was working on Steam Deck, and then they updated it, and then it wasn't. I don't know if they updated it, it should, again. And it should now. still work. Well, it didn't before because something that Final Fantasy that Square did on the update would cause the launcher to crash on Steam Deck. Oh, so I, I don't see. know. It wasn't like it was a deliberate block of it. It was just something that didn't agree with the Linux. Yeah, maybe so. maybe the Linux. Uh, didn't get updated. Yeah, for it so or I don't know if they've updated it or not. I need to check because I mean that would I would play like the gathering stuff and you know the quest stuff on oh, there. Yeah. But I used to when when remote play was sort of a thing. I used to get on my Vita and do a little bit of the the gathering from there. Mm-hmm. But it just, the latency was so bad when trying yeah. to do it over remote play. Yeah. Um. Now I did actually connect from my phone to the PS5. Uh, one morning, uh, t- so two years ago, I was like, all right, I finally got three million gil in this game. I'm going to try and get a house. And it was over COVID, right? So I was like, I got all the time in the world. Right. I'm going to stay up as late as possible. Because if you didn't know, getting a house in this game is a shit show. It still is. It's supposedly better. It's not. There's just not enough houses for the millions of people. There's like, I don't it's something like 0.01% of players will be able to get a house Jeez. in this game because there just aren't enough plots. Right. Regardless, I was I thought I was going to get a house. So I was I was up all hours of the night. One morning I woke up, I got on my phone and I was able to try and get a house. I found one and I transferred it over to the PlayStation 5 after a few minutes once uh, Michelle woke up. So I wasn't waking her up with the PS5 on the TV. But uh, I actually ended up getting a house that day. So I don't know if it was because I spent the time there or if it was just luck, but I, I got a house. Yeah. So yeah. go me. Yeah, that's cool. I get to brag about it forever. Yeah. Yeah, I I really want to I really want to really play that game. I just it's just Tom, 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 Tom. I miss it, but I know I know if I were to resubscribe to it, um, it would ultimately be a waste of money. I have so much fun every time I do play. Yeah. Um, but man, <laughs> I tell it, you, it's, it's... it wouldn't be a waste of money for me for you to play because that money will help them make better stuff that I'll get to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll see what I, I would love for you. To... <laughs> I have I have resubbed two different times when they did the PlayStation Five update. I resubbed and downloaded it to PS Five, and I think I resubbed for I can't remember if it was a month or I got a two month. I don't remember. Never mm. booted it up one time for two months because I just didn't have time. Time before yeah. I did it, I thought, oh well, you know, I have a couple. I have a week off for work. I'll at least do that. Never booted it up. That you know, it's like yeah. and now that they're doing the free free play all the way up to level 60 it's almost to me it's almost like well i'll just buy it on steam and create a new account and yeah honestly at that point you should you should just play it on the free one because yeah. you probably never even got through that expansion would oh be my gosh guess. i never even the last time i played it there was no expansions that was how long yeah. it's been since yeah, i played yeah. it wow. you know so i haven't played any of the any of those expansion yeah, content like, much less I and even... you're gonna you're gonna level so fast anyway yeah. through through all that stuff i might buy it like once on sale and try it out and see if it works on steam deck i need to because i've even because like every time there's a new expansion, uh, Rob, the, the newest one is Endwalker. Is that correct? Yeah. 
That's the most recent one? Okay. So I yeah. haven't bought that one. But when like when Shadowbringer came out, which I believe that was the one before, is that right? Or yeah. no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, when that came out, I mean, I bought that day one because I was just like, oh man, that looks great. I'm gonna buy that. I'm gonna get back into it. Nope, never yeah. did. <laughs> oh man, did. dude, you would have loved. Uh, you would have loved that one. You would have loved Shadowbringer. It, it had like the most like anime like inspired story yeah. and cutscenes and everything. And it just it goes off from there. Like Shadowbringer and Endwalker. If if you actually had the time to get through the story, you'd absolutely love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. I was going to say, uh, as of May, it works on Steam Deck again. Okay. Because originally what happened was is Square Enix updated the launcher and it broke it earlier in the year and the last rollout opens up. See, what uh, when Steam Deck first came out, you couldn't open up like different tabs. And when I say tabs, it's like when you still play like Jedi Fallen Order on Steam, you have to log into Origin and have Origin downloaded on and it still runs in the background. Well, you didn't have any way to, if a launcher would pop up in the background, you had no way to hit this button and say, bring that launcher to the front so I can click go, and then you could put it back in the background. So when mm-hmm. Final Fantasy, when, it, when Steam Deck first came out, it was working, and then Final Fantasy did an update, and there was no way to bring the <laughs> bring the launcher up so you could actually click I'm, I'm surprised it even works, because I didn't think they made like a Linux version. Well, that's what Proton launcher. is on steam deck it emulates windows or whatever so that's that's why when you hear them say proton that's what it is it's actually emulating windows through linux so but Got if it's it. a linux Got version it. of a game it runs a lot it you know it usually runs a lot better like doesn't crash or anything like that but if it yeah. runs through proton there's always a chance that it might wig out even though i've only had that happen one time and it was to like batman uh origins uh you know dark knight origins or whatever it was called an old game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> God, an old game that I remember coming out working at GameStop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember, yeah. Yeah, we've, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. We won't start again with... <laughs> Go back if you want to know what it was. So. But yeah, so now it's on Steam Deck and it works with Proton... Let me click on this. It'll tell me which Proton it works with. Proton Experimental. So... It'll work just fine, so... Alright, I might pick it up that way. At least if I'm sitting upstairs watching TV, I can play it. Or at the hotel, I don't need the greatest internet in the world. I just need a stable, decent connection. <laughs> yeah. You don't even need the best connection in the world. Like, my right. ping is outrageous from over here, so... Well, yeah, because I'm i got making, a cable I'm running underwater to go to your house. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 7,000 miles, yeah. man. I mean, that's that's a long coax cable. I mean, or, uh, or, a, fiber. or a fiber a whole lot cable. of fiber. Yeah, it's a whole lot of fiber. <laughs> you know. it's one, he's got one long Ethernet cable running from San Francisco to Hawaii. And we it just we all share water. the same cable. Yeah, it's all just one cable because there's... Uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, you're absolutely right. So. <laughs> Uh, that would be hilarious, though. I could just see it now. You have one cable just coming up the beach, and there's like 17 hubs with just wires shooting off of it to all the different... Well, be- well, because they all go through one master cable, too, you can always tell when the internet goes out, because everybody walks out like, what's going yeah, on? Everybody... <laughs> you, know, like, you joke. Just... You joke, but... <laughs> 
there are no isolated outages here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I, uh, <laughs> you're you're right about that. There is no. Uh, I I couldn't imagine living on the island and and you know it's like when it goes out, it just goes out for everybody. <laughs> it's like a, a squirrel I'll got into which you don't have squirrels also. over there, but a bird got no. into the you know the that <laughs> just shut. Oh it man, down. what a, we we have um, mongoose. Oh here. yeah, okay. I couldn't remember what it was. I knew there was a specific bird, but I couldn't remember what it was. Uh, I'm not up on my on my uh, on my birds anymore. So, but anyway, so <laughs> but is that it? That's all you've been playing. That's that's all I got. All right, Nathaniel, what have you what have you been playing? Uh, I finished Cult of the Lamb since last time. Oh uh, wow! Show in the 18 minutes that I played it, Nathaniel finished it. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't but, but John, you're scheduled minutes, for the review. But, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm scheduled. For I know review. too much for the review now. <laughs> Couldn't possibly do it. He's, he's disqualified. He can't, you you he can't, can't have an unbiased opinion now. You beat the game. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird criteria we're working on. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Just roll with it. Roll with it. <laughs> it's the new vision for this site. That's where we're going. <laughs> Inauthenticity. Wait, no, that's not the word. Uh... <laughs> Just uh, it's a little unbiased. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cult of the Lamb was good. It's probably somewhere around 20 hours or so. I didn't check to see for how long it was to finish it. So there's not, not much more I, to put in that I haven't said the last kind of couple episodes, at least for me. So it was like, I kind of, by the time I get to the end, I was kind of break, broke the game because I spent too much time in the village cult part of it and <laughs> get all the upgrades. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, I need to go beat these bosses i kind of forgot uh, <laughs> whoops end up going to them and be like oh hey those couple upgrades on the upgrade tree that i skipped until later i probably should have done them earlier because it made some of these uh dungeon runs a little easier now that i know what it does yeah. but I enjoy it. Well, well, like I said, what little bit I played of it, I, I really like the aesthetic and the the story. It's really really cool. It's just weird to have a a culty game, but it just be so darn cute that you can't stand it. It's like, <laughs> it's like I mean, that was pretty much what they were trying to go for. Yep, like, they they achieved really it. cute and silly, kind of fun. But as soon as you look down beneath that layer a little bit, you're like, eh. yeah. That's <laughs> Wait a minute! Dark. (laughs) Don't think about it. Just don't think about it. Uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hit the button so that the sheep meow baws at you. It's fine. So, continuing on with a lot of the uh, RPGs that I bought during the Steam Summer Sale, I quit that JRPG nonsense because it annoyed me. (laughs) And I was just like, okay, I beat the first boss, and I'm going to the second one. It's just doing the same old stupid tropey stuff it was just annoying i'm like i need to play something different so i stopped playing tales of arise may or may not go back to it we'll see yeah. i started mm. playing greedfall and i'm having way more fun with that game yeah, than i was like with cool. uh, tales of arise. I, yeah i like that game playing it on pc and put a few mods on there so i can have like 2000 carry weight and a better compass you know oh that's cool yeah. no big deal Instead of, I think, 200 is the the normal carry weight when you start that game. <laughs> and I was like, I'm playing through the opening area of this game. And I've already almost got half of that with all of the loot that I'm picking up. 
Yeah, no, we're gonna go find a mod for that. <laughs> That's <laughs> stupid. Like, I don't care. I don't want to have to like stop and try and like drop things or do all sorts of inventory management just because I can't pick up this other random thing that I'll probably just go sell anyway. So I'll just yeah. not worry about it. And then I got like a compass improvement that puts more icons on the compass than it normally does. And you can also like click to follow quests because you normally only have your quest followed from the menu shows up on the compass. But now it'll show all the inactive ones there, and then you can hit a button to kind of like switch on the fly, which is really nice. Mm. And then a lot of like the question marks and things will show up from further away, I think was the other thing that mod did. I also did like a couple tweaks to like the camera because it has this really heavy blur that's supposed to look kind of like a depth of field thing where it's like, hey, all the characters and foregrounds and focus and everything else is blurred out, but it's just didn't look very good so turn that off although i think that i can do in a game setting i forget hmm. uh, which one it was that turned that off for me but that game is like really cool and it's got a weird mix of like this is like super triple a polished and wow this is a bit of jank <laughs> <laughs> it's got a nice balance for sure <laughs> yeah like the voice acting in that game is really great yeah it's it is. really really, it's really good. good and the yeah. music is really good mm -hmm. and even just like the way it looks is really nice but then some of the animations are a little bit iffy here they're mostly pretty good but a lot yeah. of it is like you'll get stuck on things walking around like corners or just trying to go over like a rock or something or hey here's a random invisible wall in a village somewhere for no reason <laughs> it's like they're here on this side of the path, I was trying to go from like one path to another that was kind of like a 90 degree thing, but I was doing something over here. So instead of going down to go on the path and then up, I just tried to shortcut across. And I was like, hey, here's just these like spindly trees that I can walk through everywhere else. Nope, invisible wall. <laughs> <laughs> and then I walk around. The other side of that path has the same trees and you can walk right through them on the same like, you know, models over there. It's like, huh. okay, that's weird. It is weird. Nothing like bad or anything just like oh that's weird yeah <laughs> then you move on the environments in that game are also really really nice like just the way that they look they're not like super recycled or anything the more where you see some recycling is kind of interiors of buildings mm -hmm. so you have kind of like a house interior and a warehouse interior and kind of like a big what they call palaces but it's almost more like a small mansion or something in there and the interiors are all kind of like a slight reskin for the most part for a lot of the buildings between like one city and another one, but nothing that other games haven't done. Mm -hmm. But what you see most of the time is when you're, you know, out on the maps, walking around outside doing stuff, that's all a lot more unique. They have a lot of different kind of like tree models and things that makes it where like they're already using assets. It's just, you know, right. hidden very well. So it looks really nice. Also, it runs at like, 120 frames a second or something on my computer so it's like hey yeah nice and smooth i like it <laughs> now you did you get the was it they, they brought out the gold version not long ago didn't they i bought the deluxe whatever version that includes the dlc expansion thingy i haven't gotten far enough to get to that part yet but i did buy that version on steam because it was like an extra five bucks or something when it was on sale so i was like might as well man i don't know uh, if anybody anybody saw the uh, at like freaking five o'clock this morning, Square Enix just dumped all their all their games that Embracer Group bought 
they dumped them all for like two dollars a game on yeah i was i did see that yeah i was was very upset that i did not get i wanted to get um guardians of the galaxy on steam just to try it on the steam deck i did get like deus ex uh and uh, the two deus ex games i didn't even realize i didn't have those on steam for like five dollars yeah i i did i did um actually take advantage of that i um i was somehow i just happened to catch it and um i did end up getting the deus ex collection so i now have all the deus exes (laughs) and uh and i paid four dollars for that a solid four dollars and um and then um I, i was thinking about guardians of the galaxy but the reason why i didn't was because it i already like went through that on xbox so i was like i'm not i don't see myself playing this again so me owning it on steam would be kind of pointless i think i would just have it there just to have it on steam well, you, so, but i didn't even you could have bought it for your money. friend that's all i'm gonna that's say. that's true i'm sorry <laughs> well, I didn't, had i realized, had I, realized man, I know geez. i'm sorry <laughs> how dare you not think had of I me realized. when you're buying games <laughs> well <laughs> Had I realized, then okay. Uh, but. Yeah. No, literally, that's the only reason why I wanted it. I would play it for probably about uh, a couple of hours ago. Man, this runs really good on Steam Deck. That was really cool. That's, <laughs> yeah, see, and then, like, else. that wasn't enough for me to, like, justify it, and especially as someone who doesn't have a Steam Deck. Yeah. Um, I, otherwise, I'd probably do the same thing. You're right. Yeah, I mean, but, for $4 uh, or $7 or whatever it was, it's yeah. like, yeah, for I'll, I'll throw away $5 just to play it for a couple hours on the Steam Deck. Yeah. Go, yeah. <laughs> But what I did end up doing, because, and the reason why I got it was because I was like, oh, well, I want to add a bunch of mods and just go crazy with it, is I did end up buying uh, the Marvel's Avengers. Yeah. And because I have that, I had that on PS4. Did I own an Xbox at the time? Maybe I had an Xbox. Maybe I got it I think you Xbox. had it on Xbox because I have it on Xbox. I think I did. Yeah, okay. We just so never played. I, I th- we never had a chance to sit down and play with That's right. That's right. And, like, I actually got a good ways into it, but I never beat it because I just fell off. And it got to a point where, like, you could see, despite it being a single-player game, you could see where the mobile elements were coming in, where it got to a point where it was like, hey, you know, if you need a little more help with this, we got this premium currency mm-hmm. that'll, like, give you just that edge <laughs> to pass the pass. On. I'm like, no, I'm not doing oh, this. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I yeah, just, I just spit all over my shirt when I said destiny. There, I don't know how that happened. Um, <clears throat> animal man. Yeah. Well, that funny enough, that rhymes also. Mm, you know, yeah, destiny, Avengers, they rhyme. Uh, but, uh, but but yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let me grab that actually because I would like to revisit that. And I, I know it wasn't well received when it came out, and it's honestly still not much has changed now. But. Um, I actually enjoyed it to a degree, and I know with mods where I can just get rid of that frustration and just yeah. go like balls to the wall with it. Um, like I, I want that unlimited health. I just want to go crazy. I want unlimited jumps. I want to break the game, man. I want to just go, you know, <laughs> off the map. I want to do all that. I want to clip through walls, and uh, but yeah, because I, I love the exploration factor of Avengers. I, people can say what they want about the story. People can say what they want about the gameplay, but th- I thought the game had great level design. And so I, I liked going around and collecting all the things, and especially you know anyone who plays Lego, um, you know knows that you, especially if you love those games, you can't help yourself. You got to get everything, <laughs> you know. So like all the little bits that fly out, I, I, every level takes me like thirty minutes to beat, even though you can beat in like five minutes, because I'm just like I got to no, I got to get the you know, 
the full bar up there, you know, before I continue on to the next level, I got to get all the red bricks and, you know, I need all of it. And so it's kind of the same thing here and how it is with most open world games, which is why I, I honestly don't like open world games anymore because of just the, the bloat that they put in there. Um, so uh, because I get distracted because I'm an explorer, that's, that's how I would define my type of gameplay. I'm an explorer. I love, especially if you have a wonderful environment, beautiful uh, level design, I want to go around and I want to see everything, man. Let me let me appreciate all the hard work you put into crafting this game, into crafting this level design, all the hard work that your environmental artists put into this. Let me let me go out and see it, you know. So uh, so that that's why I also hate something like well, I don't hate, but like let's take Gears for example, Gears Five in particular, which we all play. Brilliant game. Oh my god, I mean that's got to be one of the best Xbox games for sure. But I wish. Even though it was a little more open, it was still linear, but even though it was a little more open, the areas, you couldn't really appreciate any of it because with the waves and waves and waves of enemies every couple of minutes, I'm like, look, I just want to take five minutes. Can I just stop and smell the roses, please? Yeah. This is the last rose. This is, this is a, a, a decaying planet. I found one rose, and you won't even let me smell that rose. Please. Nope. You, nope. Know, you got a chainsaw. Me... You can't admire the rose. Don't admire the rose. What are you thinking? Kill it. <laughs> Kill that rose. Get that flamethrower so... out. Burn out that plant life. Can't have it. Uh, but but yeah, like I just I I'm very much a big fan of of level design. And when you have a a, a beautiful world that also complements your gameplay, that's what makes me fall in love with a game more than anything. That's why I think Breath of the Wild's brilliant. That's why I love Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Gorgeous world. You know what I mean? Um, and then uh, you know some of the Assassin's Creeds and stuff like that. You know when you can when you can truly make a beautiful world that complements the gameplay without feeling like you're constantly being blocked and just you know uh, uh bombarded by by whether it's enemies or just you know especially if it's a survival game now you got to worry about hunger you where's the food you know like just let me enjoy the world why 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 do you have all these roadblocks just let me you worked so hard on this and i i'm about to quit an hour in i'm done you know what i mean just like this, that, that seems counterintuitive to what you want to do and why you created the game, really, I feel like. If you went out to make a hard game like Dark Souls, fine, sure. But, you know, with something like survival games, I, I just, you know, you want people, especially with a lot of these games becoming live service, don't you want people to keep playing? Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's like, why? Right. So, why these constant roadblocks? That's not fun. It's a frustrating uh, 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 perspective to put on things. And, you know... And most people, at least people with logic, unless you're, you know, masochistic or whatever, but like, it's, it's, I, I it's going to get to a point where I'm just like, you know what, I'm, you know, I can, my time will be better spent elsewhere, you know? Um, anyways, I'm going on a tangent at this point, but anyways, long story short, I got Marvel Avengers. All, all, <laughs> so, all that to say that they were, they were dumping Embracer Group games, and that was, that was the whole point of that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tomb Raider, I didn't have to get anything I own, and yeah, I own every I single one, so there was nothing there. So, yeah. yeah, all the... The, even the side ones, um, the you know the uh, Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris, all that. So um, the Lara Croft Go stuff, brilliant. Um, but yeah, so there was nothing for me for me there. But Marvel's Avengers, I got, and I got the End Game edition, which was only like four or five dollars. So I was like, 
yeah, why not? Let me get that super duper edition for like next to nothing because the base game was two bucks, which is yeah, a steal. $2. You know, it's like, yeah, an absolute wow. steal. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, no, let me let me get the super duper superhero edition, whatever, and uh, you know, for like two dollars more because I know I know it's gonna bother me, like, and it's just like, man, I could have just paid two more dollars and gotten like twenty five dollars of extra content right here, you know. So let me let me let me just let me just pay it, even though I probably won't even touch it. I just want to go through the base game, really, you right. know. But still, I just it would bother me not knowing that I could have gotten that for a measly two more dollars, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, um, so I, well, that's so the one that I got. Not to, I mean, right. So. Exactly. Right. So yeah, that's, that's, so that's why I did it. Um, so, but, uh, but yeah, but yeah. anyways, well, let me, let me stop right there. Let me yeah. let you guys keep going. Uh, green, green, anyway, tangent. Greedfall, uh, <laughs> Greedfall, yeah, green, Greedfall. Yeah, anything, Greedfall, anything else yeah. about Greedfall? Before we... <laughs> that did not go on sale for two bucks. No, <laughs> no, that's a focus. Whole no, I think I got it for like, 10 or 15 or something in the season. Still a great deal. That game's yeah, game fantastic. Game. I, mean, it's, it's I think it's still on, was it Game Pass or PlayStation yeah. Plus or something? I so, forget. No, I think like, it's on, nah, well, it was on, I think it was on PlayStation Plus and it was on um, uh, 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 Game Pass. Because I think it was, it I was came like, to Game I knew it was Pass, somewhere, but. And then it came to PlayStation Plus like a couple of weeks yeah. later, a couple months later. Yeah. So. Also, I, yeah. I do want to do a, a quick plug for the website. Actually, we did review that game when it came out as well. So mm -hmm. if you want to read uh, the review for that more in depth, um, definitely check that out at thegamersound.com. That it, Nathaniel? No, no, just oh. some laying, all right? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Greedfall was in the middle of that Square Enix sale, apparently, and Marvel's Avengers and wherever else we ended up going. And we detoured all the yeah, way yeah. back around to Greedfall. Right <laughs> <laughs> that ship had a large detour before it hit the big island that's all part of Greedfall that you're going that to. It happens sometimes, <laughs> So yeah, if you've never played Greedfall, it's an RPG that I think it plays much better on mouse and keyboard than I'm imagining what it would on controller, just from, that's what I'm playing it as. Yeah. Like, yeah, this, especially the inventory would be fun on controller, so I'm glad that I'm playing it on PC. But yeah, you're kind of, you play as a, what, like a prince or princess, kind of, not really, like a noble, and you uh, become the ambassador for the uh, faction that you are in called... It's the something of merchants, I forget now. Congregation of merchants, I think. And you're sent to this island, and part of your job is you're looking for a cure for this disease that your people have had for a long time that's deadly, and then you're also trying to kind of like go around to the different other kind of nations and things there, including the natives of the island, and make sure everybody plays nice with each other and whatnot, because you're basically a diplomat, uh, at right. least at the start of the game. I don't know if that changes later. It's got a really cool kind of like a leveling system as well from how it's got kind of like this skill tree that has three branches. So you have kind of like your magic, you have your melee, and then you have kind of like traps and bombs and things and i'm doing very much a magic build <laughs> where i have an axe that's my backup if i run out of mana in the middle of a fight i whip that out and smack things with it but i would say not having done the rest of it but it feels like magic is op in this game because a lot of the enemies they have like a health bar but they also have uh armor shields so Different enemies, if they have like better armor, they'll have like more little uh, armor icons on it. And if you're hitting them with melee weapons, you have both your regular damage and you have armor damage. So you have to kind of like break their armor to really do 
like good damage to them. Mm. Magic just bypasses armor, so you just like shoot them from far away, <laughs> and you can just watch this. Just, just, oh, you have a lot of armor, but I'm still chipping away your health because I'm just bypassing it because you didn't get that armor that blocks magic. Stupid wolf! What are you doing? Whatever. <laughs> But yeah, there's some fun creature design in that game that's really neat. The lore and kind of like world building of it is unique from anything. It's kind of, I think this, I'm pretty sure the studio that made it is in France. It's called Spiders is the name of the studio. They did like Technomancer and some other stuff before this. Uh, And it's very much feels like (laughs) fake French kind of uh, society in there. (laughs) Apparently Dennis has died to laughter. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just reminded whenever I hear it, tech, it just brought me back to, I think when I when I first met Rob, once we started working together, uh, one of the things he mentioned was how much he hated Technomancer with a passion. Yeah, <laughs> I no, think he like, may have reviewed it for the site. I can't remember. I did. But, like, I did review it. Go back. Go back and read that review. It's still <laughs> up. It's still there. I I still think about that game all the time. So maybe. Maybe, maybe it, it I was going to say, maybe it maybe, did impact uh, you. Maybe it wasn't as bad as you thought if you still think about not, it all the time. Not maybe I need to go to. back and like re-review it or something. I don't know. I, based on the reputation of that game, I doubt you would be changing your oh mind on God. it. Oh, my God. Probably not. Greedfall, they... however, is a good step forward for that, and you know, supposedly I think they're working on a Greedfall two. I was so hopefully say, that'll be I, out. I thought I heard that they were working on Greedfall two. That's good. So yeah. Yeah, so if they can like do another big step up on it, it'll be a pretty cool game because like this one's already really like uh, nice. It feels almost like say not the same in the way the mechanics work as far as like your fighting, but uh, Dragon Age Origins where you have pretty decently sized map sections that you're like running around in, and then you have like your world map is more just kind of like a actual kind of sketched or drawn map and then you're going to different points on there and then that's where your actual like maps you're wandering around on are. And you know, it's not the same kind of like combat system at all. It's very much more uh action oriented than what Dragon Age Origins was, although you could kind of play Dragon Age Origins a little more actiony. But it does have a pause button, which is nice if you're in the middle of combat. You're like, oh, crap, I need a potion. Let me pause it, select the potion so I don't have to remember which hotkey I have it on. Or, you know, I can just do it faster if I pause time to do it. But otherwise, you're, you know, just in the middle of real time, like, smacking away with a weapon or pew-pewing with your magic or healing yourself with magic. What else have I unlocked? I unlocked kind of like an air event effect kind of explosion-y thing. So if you're in the middle of a crowd, it's pretty nice to set that off. So... It takes a little bit to unlock the different, you know, um, abilities because you have to kind of go along the chain before you get to like another th- uh, thing you can unlock fully. Because in between, there's little things that are like upgrades to things you currently have. So like, hey, make your healing spell heal fifty percent better, or now it, you know, also heals your companions. Kind of like little modifications as you go. But yeah, like it's also very much got some influence. Because of that, another reason I'd say like it's sort of like Dragon Age Origins or anything like that. It's got a Bioware feel to you have companions and then you get companion quests as part of the game. So it kind of has a little bit of that feel kind of mixed into it too. Pretty fun. Yeah. I've got three companions so far and they're all pretty nice. Pretty fun. <laughs> One dude has tattoos all over his face. Pretty cool. Then I 
finished a companion mission where he got another tattoo on his face, so there you go. Hey. Misses a spot right here. <laughs> I think it was like for him, he's got them all on like his cheeks and chin and like around his nose and stuff, but like his forehead didn't really have much. But then again, he wears a hat, so you can't really tell that much. <laughs> but yeah, it's very, very like the the costumes and stuff and armor in this game definitely is where you feel kind of like French. I don't know what period it would be, but they have all like the tricorn hats and other different like. Yeah crazy things you also have like helmets then like the native if you go to a shop in one of the native villagers you can get different more like hey this thing has a bunch of antlers on it kind of style stuff the outfits and armor and weapons in the game are pretty cool like i found a sword that's on fire that i gave to one of my companions like here you go (laughs) i can't use it but you can (laughs) sure everybody i'll I'll just be on fire it's like, you know, it's cool, but I just need my cool armor so that I don't die when something finally, like, I'm trying to hit it with magic and it doesn't, you know, breaks through and smacks me. I don't die instantly. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, I'll definitely be playing more of this game because it's a lot of fun. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I like a little bit of it I played. Probably 15 minutes, I'd say. Yeah. But a little bit back sort of in the middle of that tangent, you know, highway we went on when we were talking about, like, mods and stuff, as I was tempted to buy Spider-Man Remastered on PC because there's a mod where you can play as uh, Stan Lee. Yeah. I was like, dang it, it's dumb, but I kind of want to do that. (laughs) Have you you seen the mod where you play as Kingpin? That Eh, one is interesting. That's not Stan Lee. No, but it it, it is interesting (laughs) to see Kingpin just go swinging around, you know, with his big self. (laughs) I mean, sure. I I got one better for you guys. I I, have you seen the mod where you can play as uh, Uncle Ben's tombstone? Have you seen that one? God. Yep. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's a mod. Why wouldn't it be? Yep, yep. Just a tombstone swinging around, no arms, nothing. It's just a tombstone. I want the mod where I'm just a flying Cheeto. Can I be that? Probably. I'm not Spider-Man. I'm not a character. I'm just a Cheeto that shoots webs. Uh, you know, you fine. can you can make it anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just a man made of Cheetos. Yeah. There we go. That's the. I want to play Cheeto Man. Uh, I will eventually. Can you turn uh, the webs into like Cheeto dust or something? Yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, just like change the tint color of them to like somehow modify it to the orange, and there you go, You're halfway there. Yeah, um, yeah <laughs> I, I I will be buying that game on PC eventually just to see it run on Steam Deck, but it's going to have to be on sale for twenty or twenty five dollars for it. Yeah, I would I would love to get that game again, yeah. but yeah, no, that that's definitely a sale for, yeah. for me. That's I have no desire to pay full price for that game again. No, no, so. no. Good on everybody that's able to play it now that doesn't didn't you know. Could, didn't have it on a playstation to play it and play it yeah. on pc well it's I mean, a brilliant game yeah it's yeah, it's, it. it's great and i mean it looks yeah. tremendously awesome on pc i've seen it mm-hmm. cranked up with the ray tracing <laughs> and everything else on and it's just yeah i mean it just it, and like all the ones that have come up before it it's kind of amusing to play a sony game with xbox, xbox controller, controller prompts yeah. because you happen to be playing with an xbox controller yeah. I, I, I saw some people that was mirroring you there's a program you can download from the microsoft store on your xbox to mirror your pc so they were playing spider-man through their series x 
through their PC streaming it, and it was running perfectly and looked. They were just sitting there. It looked like they were playing their Xbox with Spider Man yeah. on it. It was like <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Actually, I completely forgot about that because I remember a long time ago. I it might actually be on the store now because I think they ported them recently to Switch, and then when they did that, they brought them to Xbox. I can't remember, but I remember a couple of years ago, and I have a screenshot of it somewhere. I remember streaming slash playing on my Xbox uh, uh, Corpse Party. Yeah. <laughs> so, which is not at the time, anyways, was not on right. on Xbox. But uh, but yeah, and then I've also through Microsoft Edge actually. If you can, um, I forgot what website it is, but there's a couple of websites where you can basically, but you have to download the ROMs and emulators yourself. But you can host them on a website that will run them for you through a browser if you don't want to download the client for them. Right. So by doing that, I remember uh, a couple of years back, I think when I first got my One X, um, for a solid for a couple of days, I was playing just because I was feeling nostalgic. I was playing one of the Mario and Luigi games on GBA. On my Xbox, on my TV. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's like the. I, I think you shared that one on uh, on Twitter, Dennis, and I retweeted it. The the where you could do the second screen uh, for 3DS or Wii U on the. Oh Steam yeah, deck. with the Steam Deck. You could connect yeah, it to the yeah, TV yeah. and play the 3DS game on the TV with the second screen. That was awesome. The touch screen, you know. For, yeah. Yeah. So it's like that's tremendous. <laughs> so. I intend to try that at some point when I have more than 15 yeah. minutes to play. So. <laughs> but anything else, Nathaniel, before we... No, oh, I'm interested what? to see what Dennis's Resident Evil cake or re-cake or whatever it is he yeah. that is. <laughs> yeah, so. Go ahead, go ahead, Dennis. Let's list all these all these weird games here that you have listed. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, these are just some of the newer titles, just because you know, with licenses expiring, you know, they have to rename some of these things. So, uh, <laughs> that's so. Uh, one, the first one I've been playing a lot of uh, Evil Resident Two Recake, and. Uh, <laughs> Which used to be known as Resident Evil 2 Remake. And uh, it's. Uh, uh, I like this, the second one better. Yeah, yeah. I like Recake. It's more better. unique. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Yeah, Re-cake. well, I, it's, I agree too. I agree. They had, a, they had a, a little questionnaire where they were surveying what they should be called. Um, so I mean, if you've you got know, evil they... residents around, you can't just cake them once. you got to cake them re- no. you know, well, more well, than yeah. more that. So you recake yeah, you got to make sure they get the they message. Yeah. Also, yeah. my understanding is the cake is a lie, but I mean, you know, I don't know. That, that is true, yeah. <laughs> John, nobody gets that reference anymore. Oh, am I too? Am I, have I dated myself <laughs> no, now? Oh, they don't man, need to get the reference. They just know the meme at this point, whether they know uh, where yeah, it comes yeah. from or not. Right. It's Everyone in this contest knows that. Culture. Portal, yeah. man. Yeah. Portal is very much in the uh, pop culture oh, yeah. lexicon, whether you yes. played it or not at this point. Yes, it is. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of Resident Evil 2 Remake. I already beat Leon's campaign. I'm halfway through Claire's now. Um, I, I just got the itch, man, to, to play uh, Resident Evil, one of the Resident Evil remakes again. Um, but I, I played Resident Evil 3 like six times over. So I was like, you know, I only played Resident Evil 2 like twice. So let me go, let me, let me go for the trifecta here. Now, this is so, the one where um, they updated it for Series X and X and mm-hmm. X and right yeah. now. Okay, so. Yep. So, and, and that, that was another reason why I wanted to jump into it, just to kind of see the, uh, uh, the ray tracing and everything, um, which looks great. It, it looks solid. Still, I still think some of the best use of ray tracing that we've seen so far still is probably in a game like um, uh, Control. Control has some of the most gorgeous yeah. uh, ray tracing I've ever seen in my life. Um, and if, if, and if, 
if not ever. I mean, that that game really has cemented itself in being a the template for that, and believe it or not, Minecraft. <laughs> I would say. Yeah, that also. Minecraft with ray tracing looks really good. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it looks great. Looks solid. Runs great. Also, uh, even with the ray tracing on, um, as you can imagine, on a Series S, um, it does go down to uh, 30 FPS. However, it doesn't seem locked. Cause sometimes I'll be in some areas where it looks like it's it's going back up to 60 with ray tracing too. Hmm. So um, so I don't think it's locked. I think <clears throat> I think it has um, what's known as a. Uh, I think it's called double buffering, double or triple buffering, where basically um, there is no in-between. You basically go, you're either at, because I remember Breath of the Wild did this, and it kind of opened my eyes into that method of of, um, of computing, where it, basically it's, you know, you're either running at 30 frames or you're running at 60 frames, which is why some parts of Breath of the Wild would randomly it would feel like things would slow down because technically they did, but it's not like you're you have a it's not like things got choppy all of a sudden, right? right? Because you you know you're not jumping from 45 to 55 to 35 to 39 to to 59 and, and so on and so forth. So, um, you know you're either running at 60 or 30 at all times, no questions asked. So, um, and I think that's kind of a similar uh, uh, technique that's being used here, um, where uh, you're either going at 30 or 60, uh, but it, it mainly goes at 30 on a Series S. On a Series X, um, you know, they actually, when you turn ray tracing on, the option to have a high frame rate is disabled, actually, because um, it just does it automatically because the Series X can handle yeah. both uh, uh, the 60 frames um, and ray tracing. But on a Series S, you do have to choose uh, one or the other. I need uh, to download ray tracing that. I have, one, I have two and three, and I need to download it just to see how it yeah. runs on the on the Series X with all the updates and stuff. Oh. Yeah, no, it looks great, runs great. Like I said, I, I beat Leon's campaign already. I mean, those games are short. You know, so um, and uh, so I'm already halfway through Claire's, and I've put like no time at all in there. But they're also like ingrained in my memory, <laughs> you know. Right. So uh, with how much I love those games, uh, some of my favorite games. So, um, but yeah, I was getting the Resident Evil itch and wanted to uh, replay those and see all the new updates as well. Um, still as brilliant as it was. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, these remakes have been fantastic. I can't wait to see what Capcom does with Resident Evil 4 remake. Um, that's going to be that super one exciting. is going to be interesting to me as well because I think it's going to be the one that feels the least updated of two or three, just because yeah. you're starting from you're not really changing kind of the perspective or the control scheme or whatever to it. It's going to be like, well, it will have some differences for sure. Because if you go back and play the original release of Resident Evil Four, it's like, oh wait, this is not like modern games, but still, yeah, it doesn't, it does yeah, not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they've re-released. That's what I want. But also, they've re-released and updated wants, yeah. Resident Evil Four so many times at this point as well that it feels like, right. oh, it's just another Resident right. Evil Four remake yeah. thing of the long train of them versus two right. and three didn't really have that same kind of yeah know, they didn't get that treatment yeah yeah um yeah because resident evil 4 i mean has has been i mean that is capcom skyrim <laughs> you know like they've yeah you're not wrong I mean, yeah yeah they've ported that on an ungodly amount of times and 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 well, i think it's been had... on every console since it launched i believe so yeah i believe i played it yeah. on gamecube yep i played it on gamecube in... also yeah I played yeah, it on PS2. On PS2 was like right after, and then then the floodgates. Played opened. it on Wii. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember it on Wii. Yeah, 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 and, yeah but uh, we can aim with the Wiimote, man. 
but yeah, no, like, and, and it's, and then they had the, the, the one, it was like an HD remaster that they released probably in 2016, 2017, something like that, where it was like, I mean, it was the same game, but just with the higher resolution textures and stuff like that. Um, they didn't really touch up too much, but it looked cleaner, you know, it looked smoother. Um, but yeah, and then now we're getting this remake. So it, it will be interesting how they change some things, but I think it'll still be fantastic because let me tell you something, that RE engine is, I mean, that blows my mind yeah. still to this day. I mean, it looked great years ago and it still looks great now. And I still think it's one of the best engines out there and it still makes games like Resident Evil 2. Very remake. versatile. It's, yeah. it's been used in so many, you know, different genres even. Yeah, well, Monster Hunter Rise, surprisingly, was used in the RE engine, mm, yeah. you know. So, uh, that's from Switch. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, oh, that's right, the MC5, that's right. So, which, by the way, oh, my God, that game. You want to talk about gorgeous games, my Lord, <laughs> you know. Um, but, yeah, uh, that engine is just brilliant. Um, I can't wait to see what they do with it. And they're, they're, continually, they're continuously pushing it, you know. And it's like it already looked great years ago, and somehow you're managing to make this look better and better and better with every new release. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. Um, never mind Unreal Engine 5. I don't, I, I don't care. <laughs> I want to see more RE engine stuff, you know. So, uh, but, uh, but, yeah, I've been playing a lot of that, and it's been, you know, a, a fantastic fantastic time um but uh but yeah uh in addition to that i've also been playing um what's now known even though it just came out the other day it's now known as a lamb cult um by the way if as... you put that into google it still comes up with the right the real game because there's nothing else similar enough it's just like okay i know that's what you're looking yeah, for yeah that's that's what you mean <laughs> And you know what? That is called good search engine optimization. Yep. They, or it's called, it's a unique apart. thing that there isn't anything else out like there. Yeah, like, that's true. There's no that's like true. cult lamb cartoon out there. There's right. no like real lamb cult or at least high enough profile that Google sees well, there it. There will so, be now. Yeah, I was going to say, so what there you're saying is now. we're yeah. missing something. That's what you're saying. <laughs> the world is missing. This game will inspire all of the other media and real life events to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's, it's, I mean, uh, you know, just to build off of what Nathaniel said, I haven't played anywhere near as much as Nathaniel. Um, but, uh, but I, I have put um, quite, quite a few hours in and I've, I've been enjoying it. I definitely am more partial to the farming side of it than I am the yes. dungeon crawling side of it. And, uh, but both parts really complement each other pretty well. And the dungeon parts honestly don't last too long. So even though I don't really usually like going into them, I don't mind it because it actually doesn't take up that much of your time. At least for me, from my experience, yeah. from the levels that I've done, um, I think the most I've spent was probably a little over 10 minutes, but I usually average at around seven to eight minutes. So like really it's just, you know, I mean, you can listen to maybe one or two songs and you'll be done with that dungeon. Depends <laughs> yeah, on if so. you're going out of your way to cut down all of the grass or not. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah I, is, I have uh, been doing that actually. I have been doing that, which is why my longest was around. By the time you, you get know. to the end of the game, you're like, "Why do I have 800 grass?" Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which which is which is true. So I, I've been trying to, you know, I've been trying to like limit myself and you know how how much I'm trying to like hoard at the same time. But with games like these, I can't help it. I want all my resources because because I get annoyed when I don't have enough resources, you know. So I want anything and everything I can grab right out the gate. Um, so, but yeah, no, it's, 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 the game has so much charm to it. And, uh, the idea of holding those sermons and getting your passives and buffs that way and, you know, sacrificing your villagers or whatever. And, uh, I'm just gonna call them villagers and, uh, you know, and, and the, 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 I don't know if you can call it a skill tree per se, but what you unlock 
um, with the. Uh, it's more of a the... tech tree than a skill tree, is what yeah. you have. But there's also yeah. different, you know, unlock trees in different places. Mm-hmm. But the main one yeah. is pretty much a tech tree of like, hey, yeah. now you can build this, or now you can do that. Yeah, which I really like. I, I like that sort of progression method, and I think it works really well. Um, nothing ever feels like it's it's, you know, uh, you know too unfair Every, everything feels balanced i mean that game is really well balanced it's polished it's it's the art style super cute i love being able to you know design even though they're already great the way that they are but when you do you know gain a new cult member you can kind of design them a little bit and uh, i think that's a lot of fun and uh and yeah and then once you start unlocking more of you know tiles and you know um uh, equipment and uh, uh, things to kind of spruce up your your you know your village or whatever your cult. Um, it looks it looks really really neat and uh, and yeah and it, and it's pretty straightforward. You know it, it looks like it's a lot of information, but honestly I found it to be relatively straightforward. You know the, I I do get kind of annoyed that even a couple hours in it seems like they're still trying to introduce a new mechanic to me or give me more information on something like a type of prayer or you know or 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 whatever but um but for for what it does right out the gate it does it really well and uh it's it's super enjoyable it's super enjoyable and honestly i gotta give a shout out to devolver digital too because i was i was i'm actually doing an article on devolver digital um and i while i was doing this article i didn't realize i mean i i, I knew this was the case but looking back throughout their history i'm like you know what these guys are honestly like it like, if you gave Annapurna a lot of cocaine, the <laughs> digital is. Uh, I mean, if you've ever seen their press conference video things, sure, yes, they're yeah. they definitely have a bit of uh, demented in their DNA. Yeah. yeah, but like the games that they that they publish, I mean, they're all such unique games that you don't see anywhere else, and and such a great catalog of games too much like on Aperna where every time they release something new you're interested in it right and right. there's always like a a steady release schedule where you always have something new to look forward to that um you know i mean it may or may not appeal to you but you know they it's always refreshing it's always a new idea i mean just this last year alone we've had the artful escape of memoir blue right we just had stray um you know and and you know games games beyond that so uh they're just such a great publisher and same thing yeah. with devolver digital where you know i mean we just had cult of the lamb and uh within the last couple of years alone we've had my friend pedro right we've had trek to yomi brilliant we've had grizz brilliant you know these are all devolver digital games you know and then if you want to go further back we're talking about hotline miami you know we're talking about uh observation you know we're talking about the talos principle this is all devolver you know what i mean right. so like i i think they're just a fantastic, fantastic public. Well, they, a lot they of know times how to choose with Devolver. I'll see a game and I'll not realize. You know, I'll miss a Devolver thing and like, oh, that game looks really interesting. One and then I see Devolver. I'm like, well, I'm just going to buy it because I know uh, I yeah, like exactly. it. You know, I mean, it's right. just oh, Devolver's doing it. No problem. I don't need to finish watching the trailer. It's fine. The cover art yeah. caught me. I'll I'll buy it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, and that usually does the case. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's. It's uh yeah no I I I've been a fan of Devolver for a very long time now yeah, there's, and uh, there's you know there's few publishers out there that I'll that I'll just defaultly buy a game just because oh, yeah. it's published by yeah. them usually it's well, Sega it, you know it's, it's very much between Annapurna and like Devolver Digital yeah. you know that they are 
doing kind of almost a curated library of stuff. Mm. They're not just trying to get things to put things out. Right, They're like, okay, right. yeah, this fits with kind of what we want to put out there. So we'll mm. go ahead and add it to our roster of things that we are publishing. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's there, and and that's what makes them so great, honestly, too, right? Because like, even though they're releasing these more budget-friendly indie titles, I mean, everyone knows their names because they've cemented their names with you know, uh, their names have become synonymous with with quality releases, mm -hmm. you know. So you can usually rely on them for for a, a new and fun experience, um, both of them. So. Uh, that's why I always look forward to their games. You know, if I the moment I see that A pop up or the moment I see that big red, you know, Devolver logo pop up, um, you know, I'm like, oh, there yep. we go. We're in for a good time. Okay, let me pay attention. <laughs> you know? What is this? Yep. Cool. Yep. <laughs> and Suda 51, man. I mean, come on. Uh, right. Of course, Devolver yeah. would get Suda 51. So, yeah. For a video, um, sure. Yeah. Gotta be oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's, I've been playing. Um, uh, Cult of the Lamb on Xbox as well. Um, and in addition to that, um, another game that just recently came out, um, but also got a, a quick name change. I don't know why, but it's called uh, Xenomorph Chronology Three. It used to be known as uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. I like that uh, name better. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like that has Although, other copyright issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say. I was like, that, that sounds like a completely different franchise. Sounds like me. a Power Rangers to me, but I'm just you know. That, no, that sounds be, like that, Alien yeah. Man. Oh yeah, it, yeah, it, Alien. Yeah, Xenomorph. I forgot about Xenomorph. Yeah. yeah. It, it might be. Yeah, Ridley Scott might have something to say about it, but no, I'm sure he will. But, he has know, a team of lawyers yeah. for a reason. <laughs> Right. Uh, I, I know for a fact uh, that he watches uh, us live, so yeah. sorry, that's, Ridley. That's right. <laughs> I'll get that's my. Right. We'll have a cease and desist letter in the mail, probably. Oh, dare you make a joke? Yeah. Oh. You're, gonna, you're gonna you're gonna meet with my with my lawyer, Mr. Prometheus, right here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, but yeah, no, I've been playing a lot of Xenoblade Chronicles Three, and uh, man, I dare I say, I mean, I don't have I'm. I've always had more of an attachment to Xeno Saga, which were originally on the PS1, right? And I think PS2 as well. So, and um, and then Monolith Soft, years and years and years ago, uh, did get bought up by Nintendo, and since then, that's when we've started seeing uh, Xenoblade. So, but uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is, man, uh, without a doubt, the best in this series. You can see it within the first few hours right away. I don't care if you've put hundreds of hours into the first and the second one and Xenoblade Chronicles X, I promise you within the first two or three hours, you're already so invested and immersed and in love with Xenoblade Chronicles 3, you can tell right away it's gonna it's the best game in the series, like with, without a doubt. I mean, it's it's the combat is super cleaned up. Um, the cast is uh, really well written. The voice acting doesn't sound so bored and unenthused this time around, so they actually put a little bit of effort into it. And uh, the production value is through the roof, man. I mean, the cutscenes are some of the best I've ever seen from Nintendo. Period. You know, um, you know, and, and you know, this is coming from, you know, uh, a, a, a library that I'm just trying to think of, of Nintendo games recently that have had great cutscenes. But I mean, one of the first things that come to mind is probably Bayonetta 2. Mm -hmm. Bayonetta 2 had a, a fantastic set of cutscenes. Um, so, I mean, but this is definitely up there in the Switch's library, if not number one. I mean, the God, these cutscenes are fantastic. And then the music, oh my lord, composed by Yoko Shimomura. Um, it might be co-composed. I'm not sure if it's entirely composed by her, but I know it's it's at least co-composed. Uh, co um, but she had um, involvement in it, and uh, uh, she's a brilliant composer. You know, if you just look up her name, you're going to see a list of, of, of all these, you know, uh, uh, praised 
games and uh, anime as well. I mean, she's just a fantastic composer. And uh, and this game is yet another, you know, you know, uh, one for the books, you know, to put under her name where it's like a brilliant, brilliant score. And uh, yeah, no, it's just a fantastic game. If you need a new JRPG open world to jump into that has a lot of heart and depth in it that also is well paced and won't you know give you those sorts of issues that we typically see in the genre like nathaniel was saying um earlier with um uh which tales was it one of, one of the rise yeah so <clears throat> so you know it's you know you then you know th this will be something that's definitely a lot more palatable to a uh, wider audience but if you already love the genre i mean you're going to be so invested into xenoblade chronicles 3 i'm sorry xenomorph chronology 3 and uh it's yeah i mean it's it's fantastic it's one of the best games on the switch uh, do you prefer it in either handheld or docked mode or it's just great either way so um so so let's bring this back a little bit. Was Xenoblade Chronicles Two? Xenoblade Chronicles Two was an absolute mess in handheld mode, mm -hmm. right? It was that it went down to as low as 240p, which is 3ds resolution. If you don't believe me, go watch the Digital Foundry video on this. You know, just go and play I've it. seen it for myself because I played it a couple. Yeah, yeah if, even if you just, just play, yeah, play never it, mind watching that's, the video. That's why I quit playing it. The expansion, <laughs> the expansion that they released ran better than the regular game. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. Uh, uh, a great game in its own right, but yeah, definitely not the most optimized. And uh, so Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I played mostly in TV mode. And Xenoblade Chronicles 3, I still recommend in TV mode. Reason being is because you do see... Um, it looks a little more flat when you're in handheld mode. Like, you don't see as much shading. Um, and you do have that resolution um, drop slightly. It's not anywhere near as bad as Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I mean, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, that was literally... 3ds resolution on a 720p screen so when you stretch that out and blow that up on a seven inch screen stop you know, stop right now i mean <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. you can you can't make out any detail at all there's colors there's pixels but you don't know you don't know what you're looking at <laughs> you know um but xenoblade chronicles 3 does not have this problem runs great looks great in handheld mode and uh, but i still recommend it um, on tv just because of the grand scale of this game this game is huge man and even though you can manipulate the camera to zoom in as much as you want even so much to the point where it looks like it's in first person um you know it's still there's so much happening on the screen um not in terms of like ui and stuff but just even though i mean well there's a lot happening on the screen like that too but um but just the world is so vast that you benefit more from having a you know television size screen um and even on an oled with that gigantic screen um and beautiful screen no no less um you know it, it it's still you know it, it's an improvement uh for handheld mode certainly over Xenoblade chronicles 2 but i still highly recommend playing that game on um on tv however i would say i'm pretty balanced at the moment i've probably spent half of my time playing it i think i'm about 30 hours in um half of my time playing it on in handheld mode and then half of my time playing it on the tv um just because lately i've just been i don't know i've just been you know when, when i when i get tired and it's time to lay down you know i just want to right i just want to be there with the you know they just it, you know having the the <laughs> console in my hands and i, I don't want to you know just from where the tv is i just don't want to uh, uh uh my eyes aren't willing 
enough to adjust to that, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but otherwise, um, at any other time during the day, you know, if you are full of energy with a fresh cup of coffee, a fresh energy drink, um, then yeah, absolutely. But I would highly recommend it on the TV. Um, you know, don't do yourself a disservice and only play it in handheld mode because that game is truly, truly beautiful and uh, really one of the best looking games on Switch. I, I, I think, I mean, the art style is fantastic. And again, with, with the cutscenes and how cinematic they are now, um, man, I mean, they, and they're long too. We're not talking Kojima long, but they're, but they're, <laughs> they're long. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, but they're, they're long. Definitely the, the longest you've probably ever seen from Nintendo. I am talking 10 plus minutes in some occasions. So, wow. mm. um, so uh so yeah i mean just put that thing on and enjoy it like you would a normal anime it's fantastic um yeah so. you're really piquing my interest with it and i haven't touched my switch since i stopped playing animal crossing so what since 2020 yeah uh, but yeah that really makes me want to to dig it out and charge it up i haven't but, touched yeah. my well, switch have... since i got the steam deck that's the last <laughs> time i've i powered it up the other day and downloaded live uh, live alive or live alive or whatever i still haven't booted it up <laughs> I just don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have as much time for Final Fantasy, you know, if I boot that up. So. I, that's true. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, honestly, I mean, if you want something like it, I, I would say do. If there's a reason to boot up your Switch, there is two reasons right now, and I do think Xenoblade is one of them. And then the other reason is Live Alive. Live Alive is fantastic, man. I, I can't praise that game enough. Yeah. And with how perfectly paced that game was, with each story being at max three, four hours, like man, uh, the quickest one was like thirty minutes, and like which was the the present day one, and like. Uh, man, that, that game. I mean, do yourself a favor, really. I mean, just even because even the smallest amount of time you put into it will still give you some sort of progress yeah. towards that story. You know, you don't feel like you're, you know, you don't have to spend three, four hours grinding just so you can make it another hour into that story. You know what I mean? Right. That misbalance is the problem that a lot of not, I'm not I'm just going to say JRPGs, RPGs in general have. So, um, you know, there's there's that that discrepancy so which can cause a lot of uh, pacing problems um but live alive never had that nope live alive was fantastic through and through man what a, that, that's a that's a chef's kiss moment right there man and it's been a long time since since i've had a chef's kiss moment with a game like that um so live alive is just ah, fantastic yeah I, I can't recommend it enough so yeah uh but uh but yeah that and xenoblade if there's any reason to charge up that switch again rob that would that would be it um so uh, but yeah, um, in addition to that, also on the Switch, I played a, a game called um, a beautiful, you want to talk about beautiful art style, a beautiful game called um, Hoa, um, or as I like to call it, Hua. So, uh, uh, Hua. So, uh, so uh, that game. That's a very different it, game. Yeah, that <laughs> is a very different, very different game. You're yeah. not wrong. That yeah. is a very different game. Yeah. The, I'm going to yeah, take the a look. Is, <laughs> <laughs> the protagonist is voiced by Al Pacino. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, but and yeah, he's no, playing uh, Al Pacino. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Hoa was a uh, fantastic uh, short man, maybe like two hours, mm. uh, which is great because that's what I wanted. That that's puzzle games. I think are better when they're shorter than they are longer. I feel you know. Um, yeah. I think the longest a puzzle game should be is maybe like maybe five six hours tops. Like Portal Two was not Portal One. Portal One's really short, but like, but like Portal Two was with at most five six hours. Um, yeah, Portal Two is also a lot heavier on story than most puzzle games as well. True. So yeah. I think that, that lets them pl- uh, make it a little bit longer of a game because yeah. you're not always doing a puzzle. Right. Right. Um, and I would say Cube Two is like that too. Not so much Cube One. Cube One was very much you know just 
and go for it, do the puzzles. You can beat that game quick. But Cube 2 had the same sort of thing where it introduced a big narrative structure. And, uh, Sorry. Um, I'm thinking of the Cube movies for a second. I was like, wait, this not. No. Oh, no, 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 no. This is Cube with a Q. That's like different. Q-U-B. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, Cube 2, Cube 2 is great. But, um, but yeah, no, Hola has this sort of Studio Ghibli art style to it. And um, it's a very serene and uh, a, a calming um, uh, a puzzle platformer. Uh, so you're going around. Basically, you play as this little. Uh, I, I guess you. I guess you're technically a fairy, really. But you play as this little fairy that revisits this island that you left a long time ago, and because you're looking for someone, and uh, you're going through this mystical but magical forest, and you know you go through a couple of different biomes. You know you're in this foresty area. You're in this sort of a deserty area. You're in you're underwater, um, but there's really just four different places you go to, and then you're in this sort of like mechanical rusty area. And um, but yeah, no, it was just such a such a wonderful wonderful uh, uh, experience, like through and and uh, yeah, just like from beginning to end, the whole time, just just I had the music too, especially was i mean just astounding astounding i mean and that's what helped with the emotional factor of uh of the game because the game doesn't say much there's some dialogue um but ultimately it's just you know this experience of you know going through these puzzles and 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 really just taking the time to relax and take a breather. The whole game just felt like it was taking a breather because the puzzles aren't particularly difficult either, you know, so you can spend your time with it and still get the, through the game relatively uh, quick while still while, while it still feels engaging um, and, and really, really good. I, I highly recommend it. I bought it on sale for uh, just a couple of dollars, so, and it was, it was, it was awesome, so. Uh, so. Uh, in addition to that. On, on Steam, that's a high-rated game on Steam. Wow. Is it? Yeah, I haven't like actually checked. Ninety percent, very positive. Yeah, I mean it's that's crazy. I mean it's really yeah. high rated. That's good. Yeah, I mean I I would rank it pretty high as well. I mean it was it was a really really nice and refreshing experience. And you know if you need a game to refresh you, um, this would be the game that I highly recommend at the moment for sure. I mean it, it is it is. You felt like you took like a the video game version of like a shower <laughs> afterwards, you know, you're just like, oh, you know, you just, you feel refreshed afterwards. It's, it's, uh, but, uh, but yeah, on the flip side, and you'll notice this is not the case on Steam. I play a little game called XL. It's, uh, spelled X E L, but it's pronounced XL, uh, like the Microsoft program. That's what I was gonna and, say. uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And, uh, now we, I don't know if the review's up yet, but I did write a review for it and, um, so I'm not sure if it's up on the site uh, just I yet, but so. I have okay, okay, um, but uh, but expect it soon. And uh, but long story short, uh, you know, if you go look at the Steam reviews, uh, yeah, no, that, that's accurate. That's accurate, John. Why don't you go ahead and do me a favor and check the Steam reviews really quick? What are we looking at? Uh, hang on, a second. <laughs> let me go back here and see. Mm -hmm. Because I, I'd, I'd I'd say they're pretty accurate. And I played the Switch version too, mind you. So we'll we'll, we'll get to that once we, once we talk about the, what the what, what the general consensus is for that uh, for that game on Steam. Uh, let's see. Let me click yeah, on. There's not even that many on Steam. Nah, it's there's mixed. really nice mix. Six, out of, but there's only sixty-seven. Yeah, there's only so sixty-seven. Not looking good on Metacritic. On <laughs> what's, what's Metacritic got it as? Forty-three percent. 
Ooh, 49 of 67 users here on Steam, so. Yeah, so, but the did I, I could have swore the recent uh, review said mostly negative or something like that, but... Um... Well, it doesn't have any positive reviews on Metacritic. Okay. <laughs> okay, Zero. Well, uh, okay, well, then there you go. <laughs> um... <laughs> Ouch. Uh... I'm but just yeah, this scrolling game... down, not recommended, not recommended, not recommended. Yeah, recommended. lots of thumbs downs on Steam. Oh, now I'm getting to the recommended yeah. ones. Yeah, no, no, not, not, yeah. not. <laughs> so, <Never mind. laughs> so this game, and, and it's sad too, because this is the game, a game that had potential. Now, if you play it on PC, you'll have a better experience. Will that change whether the game is good or not? Probably not, but at least you'll play a game that tried and... Um, <laughs> You can see some good in it. At least you tried. Give us fifteen. Yeah, at least you tried. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Clap, clap. <laughs> Give yourselves a pat on the back. Here's a Jolly Rancher goal. <laughs> you know, take a Jolly uh, Rancher. Yeah, really. <laughs> it, would, yeah. it would score better. Probably. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the game wasn't great, but they gave me candy, so you know. Yeah, they yeah. gave me candy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's always a plus when they give me candy. Anyway. So Jolly Rancher, just for starting the game, if you can manage to make it two hours into the game, they give you a bag of Tootsie Rolls. It's great. It's, it's Ooh, great. what a combo. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like it should have just been a Tootsie Pop. <laughs> That's true, actually. I combined the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> they just had trouble separating those so they could give it to you at different times. So, you know. That's right, yeah. They wanted to reward people, you know. It's like an achievement, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> but, uh... But yeah, the uh, but the game is the game has promise, and the game has can. There, there is a level of of, I don't want to say appreciation, but there's a level of acknowledgement. Acknowledgement <laughs> that can be done when you're playing it on on PC. Um, on Switch, however, I, I, my lord, uh, it's. Between the horrendous textures and the terrible frame rate and the low resolution and the bugs and the jankiness and the overall unpolished nature of this game, man, this game excels at nothing. Let mm. me tell you that. It excels at nothing. And it is, I don't recommend it at all, especially, you know, it, it relies too much on the Zelda like nature of it that it tries to use that nostalgia and kind of its art style as a selling point, but also um, a reason to keep you invested. Never mind the game itself, which ends up with, you end up with a, you know, repetitive and boring uh, uh, gameplay loop that is um, unrewarding and um, has very little variety to it. Uh, and, you know, and I, 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 yeah, I mean, you know, without using a lot of expletives, um, <laughs> it's it's, you know, it the game just has so many issues. It's just not worth it, man. Especially like, and the thing is, like, when you look at a game like this, right? The game should not have been as crappy as it was on Switch, when there are a bunch of other Zelda-like games that more or less have the same format, like Death's Door, you know. And 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 uh, is Tunic coming to Switch? I'm not sure if Tunic's coming to Switch or not, but but. Tunic exists, and I'm you know sure. if you want to compare it to something like Tunic, you can. Um, but like the store, you know, like Tunic, or even something like Hades. Even you can do something like Hades, and like it, and those games look and run incredible on the Switch. 
and every other platform because there's parity, there's optimization, and then there's care put into it. This game had mm -mm. Hmm. nope. Nope, I, I think I think the moment they they got the switch dev kit, they must have done some auto optimize nonsense. Didn't even and then they were just like this will do, and then they shipped it off, and then that was it. Uh, you know, no care or or finesse was put into, um, you know, the switch version of this game. What I'm hearing playing... is instead of Excel, they should change the X to a D, so it's delete. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh. But yeah. Anyways, that's. Uh, but you, you know, my my full review will be up on the site soon, and uh, we can go more in depth um, there. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, I can't recommend it. Um, you know, it, it will not have the best rating. You'll see when when the when the review goes up, and uh, yeah, it's um, yeah. But if you are interested in it, you know, and if you find it, you can find it on a deep enough sale. Um, get it on PC. Do not get it on Switch. God forbid you ever get it on Switch. Um, so. And make sure you get that Jolly Rancher. Don't let them skimp out on yeah. it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, make sure the Jolly Rancher is in tow because that's not even part of the deluxe edition. That that's just comes with the base game. So that's <laughs> off just, the yeah. secret game menu somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, but next is actually a nice one. I'm talking about refreshers now because I was getting very angry. My blood pressure went up a little bit. Now I can calm down a little bit. Um, this next one um, on PC, I played the other day. A short game. My God, this thing must have been like 15 minutes long. But uh, what a great 15 minutes it was. Um, so uh, a game called Timber Story. And uh, basically the premise is um, you're driving along you know, the highway. You crash into a... A tree, and I don't know if you actually crash into it as in, like, you know, you lost, you know, traction and then you, you know, went off the road and went into a tree. It didn't look like that. It just looked like a tree just happened to fall down uh, on the road, probably because of a storm, and then you just happened to hit it um, as it was falling, um, something that you couldn't really avoid. Um, it's just a natural disaster, basically, uh, more so than you actually, you know, um, crashing the car. And uh, so, yeah, basically, um, you have this tree and you're just like, oh man, I gotta get this tree out of the way. And never mind the car that you're. Never mind the fact that your car was looked like it was pretty much totaled. <laughs> but though you were just thinking to yourself, I never got to get this tree out of the way. So um, you walked into this little village, and there's conveniently a couple of lumberjacks there. And the lumberjacks are like, "Oh yeah, no problem. We'll take care of that tree for you. We'll go to chop it up into a million pieces really quick, and then we'll get that out of the way, and you can be on your way." However, you gotta do a quick favor for us. Um, we lost one of our friends um, a couple hours ago. He went up into the mountains. We haven't seen him since. Um, he, he might be in trouble if you don't mind going to look for him. And then while you're doing that, we'll see what we can do about the tree. You're like, okay, cool, no problem. So, you know, you're just going throughout the game and, and then, you know, you go, you know, it's just a walking simulator, basically. Mm -hmm. You're not doing much. And um, and you go up to the mountains, you find the guy. I mean, I'm spoiling the game. It's 15 minutes. I mean, you're, it's, you know, <laughs> there's not much to it. Uh, you find the guy and then, you know, they're like, oh, cool, thanks for finding him. And then... Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. You know, it's like we took care of that tree for you, and that's it. And then you're on your way. But for those interested, because I know we got some fans of achievements, uh, easy, 100%. Only four achievements. You can get that 100% within those 15 minutes. I think the only one that you're really gonna miss. There's only one missable one, and even then, you're you'd be hard pressed to miss it. Is there's um there's a hidden snowman, um in like in the in the game, and uh, but it's like hiding behind like one of the houses. So if you just go behind like one of the houses, like you're good. And that was on um, Xbox. No, this PC. was on PC. This was on Steam. Yeah, this was on Steam. Seventy cents right yeah. now on Steam. Seventy yeah. cents. A great. Honestly, let me tell you something. For fifteen minutes, because that game, honestly, like it was, it was charming, and um, you know, it, it was short. 
Yeah. And the the music was relaxing also. And for 70 cents, hell yeah, dude. Buy, buy it for and 70 most, cents. And mostly guys. positive, too. That's what's hilarious. Yeah. It's mostly positive. Yeah. It's crazy. Exactly. 70 cents, honestly, I promise you, you've spent your money on worse things. And, like, I, it's 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 a solid 70 cents. It, like, really, like, do yourself a favor and spend 70 cents on it, especially if you want an easy 100%. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just go ahead and go ahead and go do it. Why not? I'd be, that'd be a nice, like, short, cute little quick game to play on the Steam Deck, too. So, like... Yeah. You know, it's, it's, yeah, absolutely, man. 70 cents. Hey, it fits on. right into John's playtime. Yeah, it does. That's, <laughs> that's right. They have, they, they, apparently they do a lot of these because, like, uh, they have, uh, they have a grand hike as well. So I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. I, I haven't played that one, but, um, I, I have played some of their other games. I didn't realize it was by those devs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they have quite a few of those and they're all, yeah, no, they're all relatively short, which is great. And they're all, I think they're all pretty much walking simulators too. Four um, that's hilarious. Yep. That's all it is. Easy hundred percent. And, uh, yeah, you can get that within 15 minutes and, uh, yeah, it's solid. It's a low polygonal art style to it, um, yeah. as well, but yeah, huh. ran great. Looked great. Um, yeah, that's easy hundred percent. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, lastly, um, also on Steam, I played uh, this a little bit. Um, is a little game called Is Simon available? Uh, this was recommended to me um, by uh, by by one of our new writers, and uh, and yeah, it's 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 a crazy game. It's it's very much in the realm of. Um, I feel like every game gets compared to this nowadays, but when every game gets inspired by it, you know, it's bound to happen. But it's very much in the realm of like pt it's pt-esque for sure um but it's is it called is simon there it is simon there yeah it's simon there that's what i was i was trying to find (laughs) it on steam and that's the only thing that came up so i assumed yeah 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 but the new game the new name is called the simon available and but yeah it is is simon there on on steam and uh yeah, yeah so basically it's this kind of loop so you know in pt you were just going around this um uh you're going around the house uh, over and over and over again. But in this game, what you're doing is you're basically just going from the bedroom back to the kitchen, back to the bedroom, back to the kitchen again. But while you're doing that, um, you know, other doors in the house open, and then, but you're constantly getting this phone call. And every time you pick up the phone, it's just the same voice over and over again that says, hey, uh, is Simon there? Uh-huh. And then you're like, who the hell is Simon? Like, who, what, what are you talking about? Then you hang up. You go back, weird things happen. Phone rings again. Go back. Hey, is Simon there? Huh? Hang up again. And then, uh, but yeah, you're doing all these puzzles little by little. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's it was fine for what it was. The graphics were actually like surprisingly really, really good for an indie game like this. The only thing I really have to criticize this game for is, and, and quite frankly, every game that continues to do this in 2022 and probably well well beyond after the, the years following, can we stop using the chiller font? <laughs> Please, can we stop using the chiller font for our titles, please? Don't I, tell I can't them that. They'll that. go to like Comic Sans or something. Yeah, anymore. really. Oh God, yeah. Well, there's already plenty of those too. Jesus. Or uh, a papyrus. We'll get a lot more of that again. Oh yeah. God, Jesus, no. <laughs> yeah, those, those are the, that's that, that's the Triforce of. Give it time. Right there. There'll be another d- you know dumb it font soon enough, and you'll get tired of that uh, yeah. one. Oh yeah. <laughs> But but I'm just so sick and tired of Chiller. I've been seeing this thing since 2003. I'm I'm just I'm done with it, man. <laughs> I'm done with it. And honestly, had this game not been recommended, this is a game that I didn't even know it existed. But if I saw it scrolling through Steam, um, you know, which which I frequently do, you know, I I likely would have just kept scrolling, you know. So, but it it was recommended to me, 
and I'm glad it was because it was actually really, really appealing. Um, but I did reach a sort of uh, game-breaking point where I, maybe because I did something out of sequence where I just couldn't progress anymore. So unfortunately, I did have to have to stop. But I did see the rest of the, I was close to the end anyways But because it's not a long game, maybe an hour at top. So you can, there's actually an achievement for you beating the game in 20 minutes. Um, huh. So it's a really short game. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really, really short. But for your first blind playthrough, you're probably spending no more than an hour on it. Um, once you understand, like, you know, how, how the loop works. Because uh, it's, it's all pretty scripted. Um, do we get to find out who Simon is? You do. You oh, do. well, that's good. Actually, there's some closure yeah. with that. Oh, yeah, there's, there's some closure. <laughs> there's some and at closure. the end of the game, the secret reveal is, I am Simon. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I was Simon yeah. all the time and didn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, you didn't realize you had a Put name on Batman Cal. Cal. My, name yeah. is <laughs> my name is Simon, and I like to do drawings. Um, yeah. <laughs> boy, there's something that a Stop lot of kids will know. What is that? Oh, what are you talking about? Go see <laughs> Mike Myers on Saturday Night Live, people. You'll figure that out. <laughs> They're like, who's that? Yeah. I barely know what Saturday Night Live is. And then there wasn't anyone named that on that show. Come on, yeah. man. Ah. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it it you know it was a it was from what I experienced um, it was really really solid I got close to the end like I said but I unfortunately ex experienced the game break, break, breaking bug mm -hmm. and uh, you know I mean the game itself is only you know five bucks yeah. and I think you can you can usually find it on sale for ninety nine cents something like that but. Um, but uh, you know so don't go into it expecting you know you're not gonna you know this isn't. You know the the you know, this isn't actually PT, but even though that was free, but right. still, you know, uh, but you know this isn't backed by a million dollar, billion dollar actually corporation. So, um, but uh, but yeah, no, it was it was solid, and it counted where you know it it, it made it it made what it was trying to do work, and it worked well, and uh, honestly, really really surprised me because I, I was going in not really expecting. Well, I don't want to say I wasn't expecting too much, but I kept expectations not even really low, but I kept them, I, I feel, at a reasonable place. And um, uh, it definitely met those expectations and exceeded them in, 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 you know, in some, some aspects. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I walked away impressed. I was happy with it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a solid, solid time. And, uh, you know, if you need a quick horror game to, you know, you know scratch that itch, yeah, I think this will be a great one to look into. Um, it reminded me right away also of not only PT, but uh, the Mortuary Assistant is another game um, mm, that came yeah, out recently, which is like terrifying. I played a demo for that. That's the first, I haven't been that scared in a very, very long time. My lord. I actually re requested a review copy. Unfortunately, we didn't get one. Though. I used to um, do that for but, a living. So. <laughs> Did you really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was a Mortuary Assistant for... Really? Oh, that's crazy. Uh, probably four years. Something like what? that. When I was out of high school, oh. yeah, that's what I... Yeah. So what oh, did before we got me and before me and Nikki got married. So Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, I gotta hear all these stories. This uh, is crazy. It's not it's not like that game. It's, trust me, it's not like that game. Like I'm not expecting way tamer. Yeah, that game is like... tamer than that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've got I do have I do have a few stories. I, I could share a few stories, yeah. That's okay. Yeah, I won't no, I won't live, but we could <laughs> Yeah, 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 sure, yeah. Yeah. God bless. That's uh, crazy. Oh, yeah. uh, it was a good time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I played a little bit of uh, that demo and like, man, that was terrifying. But yeah, I, I, I really wish we got a review copy of that game, but unfortunately we didn't. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I haven't been that, you know, 
I haven't gotten chills like that in a very, very long time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but that game looks looks wild. But anyways, you know, before we go on a too much of a tangent, um, yeah, is, is Simon there? Solid, short, poor experience. Um, you know, recommended if you need something to scratch the itch. Uh, you know, don't go in expecting you know a big AAA thing, but uh, right. uh, it, you know, it it, it counts um, where where it matters. So just, some of those uh, little but, clips uh, of it was freaking me out. Like just see this yeah. thing just go whoop, right around the corner with the flashlight. I'm like, well, yeah. Uh, oh my like God. That. Yeah. No, yeah. That's a big no, no. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes my shadow does that and it freaks me out in the house. So I don't yeah. like it in a video yeah. game. No, no, thank you. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's everything I've been playing. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll do the last story first um, because there's really not too much to talk about other than my, uh, Sony uh, raised the price of the PlayStation 5 in most markets except the United States, um, which sucks for everywhere else in the world. Um, normally, it's been like 20 to $40 more, roughly. I mean, it depends on where you're at. I know a lot of it's 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 strange though. I mean, some people were saying that the PlayStation Four bumped up one time. But yeah, I, I, I seem remember to remember that. vaguely there was another time where a console got bumped up a bit, but, but I don't came, think it was permanent. No, it was, and it came with like two games and something else. You know, it wasn't like you yeah, know, they, there was they, it bumped up, but they were you know they gave you something for it. This is just, and I I I know, I know we're in a we're in a in a different place with the, you know, the economic stuff around the globe. And, you know, but it's just funny that right. they didn't raise it in America. I'm guessing because the dollar is strong and it's probably where it's selling the most at is in the United States from all the sales stuff that I've seen. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're in Japan, UK, Europe, China, Australia, Mexico, or Canada, uh, you better try to find one before has it already went up. There's a date. Um, doesn't say in here. It's going to be like a subscription service where every year it keeps going up rather than going down. <laughs> well, <laughs> next and, year, PS5 will be $600. Yeah, you know, and everybody was like, well, does that mean, you know, Xbox and Nintendo are going to raise theirs too? And both Nintendo and Microsoft both came out and said there are no plans to raise <laughs> the prices now. So that even makes. Mm. Makes a series S look even better, I mean, especially for yeah. the Switch. That would be really stupid. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it, it would be. <laughs> I mean, at least with the PlayStation Five, you're like, oh well, I guess it's cutting edge technology. It's a little harder for them to get the yeah. chips and whatnot for it. But for the Switch, you're just like, come on, no. But you know, my buddy sent me that uh, when it happened. I was at work, and he was like, hey, did you see this? I was like, no. I said, but I, I find it funny that if Microsoft doesn't raise uh, raise the price, and he's like, well, why? I said, because the Xbox and PlayStation PlayStation 5 are both made in the exact same factory in China <laughs> by the exact yep. same company, yep. you know, and Microsoft's not raising their prices. So, yeah, but Microsoft can also afford to take a bigger loss on things. You know, yeah, this is it's not it, quite apples to apples. No, it's it's not when you're talking a $7 billion company versus a $2 billion company. You know, that's uh, when you get into billions, that's a big difference. But Microsoft is more apt to take a loss anyway um, to try to gain more ground. Uh, what is it? I saw somebody, somebody on Twitter said, well, if they really want to do a dick move, they'll drop it $50. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either, but could you imagine though. Microsoft, uh, are you going to raise prices? And they're like, no, we're actually going to lower it $50. And everybody just goes, what? <laughs> well, they, they, they did actually kind of do that because like last night when I was reading more about it, funny enough, someone had said, um, Someone had posted a picture. They went to the Microsoft store and noticed that uh, not not only did they respond saying, "No, we're not going to," 
but someone noticed on the uh, on the Microsoft Store the Series S instead of two ninety nine was two eighty nine yeah. and came with a copy of Madden twenty three for free. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> so the free they game. lowered it and bundled with the game after that. No, after that yeah, news, I mean, uh, that it's... made me laugh. <laughs> like, which is like, no, watch, watch. See, it's not that much of a problem. Yeah, watch. <laughs> you know. And and do I think it's going to make a difference? No, I mean. People, Probably if not. you want a PlayStation Five, you're going to pay what you want for a PlayStation Five. Four ninety nine. I actually kind of. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I forgot. I forgot what the price was. You know, and because I never see them in stores, yeah. and so when I was reading That's through true. and it was telling me what the price was, I was like, I, I thought that was the price the whole time, but no, I, I guess it's fifty pounds more. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you're in, in Europe or whatever. You Four ninety nine was my threshold for a for a, a console. I mean, fifty more dollars, and I probably would have went no. Yeah, I mean, like, because, I mean, at that point, you're reaching what was, at the time, they got laughed off stage. Yeah. You remember the infamous PS3 PS3, $600. I mean, it's almost PS3 price. Yeah, so. So. And that, at the time, was cutting-edge technology, too. Yeah. And and that was before it came out, never mind years after it was released. You know, where now the technology now, really two years afterwards, quite frankly, has probably become obsolete. So there's probably newer tech now that you could pack into a fresh new set of PlayStation 5 consoles to probably warrant the 550 rather than just blaming it on economic an economic crisis, yeah. you know? And then putting that, and then making the, the consumer pay for that, by the way. You yeah. know, it's not just a matter of like, you know, oh, you know, this is something we'll have to deal with on our end. No, well, we're going to make you pay for it. The, the, the I mean, t- we are at the point where I would expect them to start bundling stuff. Yeah. You know, because we're, yeah, we're absolutely at, at least yeah. almost the two year mark. Is that right? Yeah. It'll be two years this fall. It'll be two years this fall. I mean, historically, that's when you would start packing something. Right. In, but, you know, it's the market is a lot different now. Well, and, and people can't get these things. You so, know, I, the, what, what makes, I, I don't want to say funny is wasn't it just like six months ago they announced that or they had an earnings call that they were actually making money on PlayStation 5s because the cost of stuff had went down at one point? I believe so. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think so. You know, and I know with the... It's probably to subsidize the rest of Sony. Yeah, well, that would surprise one of their only, uh, yeah, you mean, know, departments that are actually doing well. And then, well. You, then a week ago, they come out and they made twenty, however much millions of dollars, and you know they were in the in the in the red, and then turn around and say, well, now we're going to raise the price fifty dollars of you know of the PlayStation. But I, you know, my thing is, is I, I work in a, I work in the, I kind of work in the retail industry. Uh, we do a lot in convenience stores, but I know, and I'm going to say it right here, and I know nobody from work's watching, but um, they, we're under the impression that the end by the end of September, everything is going up 15%. Like chips, candy bars, any kind of stuff like that. Food, it's all. It's all going up 15% by the end of September. So... Need a raise. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> what are you going to do? You know, and then at some point after the first of the year, it's supposed to be a recession and everything's going to go, you know. So, but the reason companies are paying are are raising prices fifteen percent is because they're making record profits in a time of a financial crisis and people are still paying it. So they look at it and go, well, we can just make more money. They'll pay it. They're paying it now. So, you know, and I'm not saying that Sony's doing that, but you know, I mean. It just feels like, well, we got to pass the buck off to somebody. We're not going to take another $50 loss on a console. So we'll just, yeah. you know, unless you're in America, then you're good. Don't worry about it. Dollar's strong. So, <laughs> you 
yeah, but I don't know. To me, it's it's interesting. I don't ever remember the place. I don't ever remember it going back up again. But I, I read something that said the PlayStation Four at one time did like when GTA Five came out, but it was bundled with GTA Five or something. I don't know. I don't remember that. But just that because... sounds familiar. I I think there was a holiday bundle that cost more yeah and it might have been a grand theft auto bundle yeah well and i i understand that if it's a bundle i mean there's a there's a uh horizon forbidden west bundle that they sell on the sony store they've been selling it for months that it's 50 60 dollars more because it comes with the game so you know if it comes with the game i there just may not be an option right out right again yeah so i don't know it's it's a weird time it's a weird time we're in, we're in unprecedented times. Um, <laughs> um, Gamescom was this week. I did not watch anything of Gamescom. The only thing that I saw was things on Good. Then Nathaniel, you can like, talk all about it. I probably saw a third to half of it. Kind of like, so the, the first part I didn't see, but I saw a lot of the later stuff. Uh, I was on the road and busy, and I just didn't. I saw something about... Uh, Kojima's going to have a podcast and it's going to be on Spotify. Starting um, in September, yeah. only on Spotify. I'm, I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad to know that it's going to be in English because I wondered there for a minute. I was like, was it going to be all in Japanese or is it going to be, you know, is it going who's, to be who's going to be speaking? Because he doesn't usually feel comfortable speaking. Oh, in they'll have somebody, I'm guessing, translating, I suppose. Well, uh, Jeff Keeley's on it doing a segment because they said that in the actual little I'll thing when Kojima was talking about it. He So it might, yeah, I don't think it's just one person. It might just be. But I, think, I didn't look any further into it other than like the little thing that I was half paying attention to when we was talking about. Yeah. It's like, oh, Kojima was doing a podcast. Cool. That's about. <laughs> and then I didn't I like all the other details kind of went over my head because I wasn't paying that close oh. attention because I kind of had, you know, uh, the stream on another monitor while I was doing other stuff. Right. Well, and I saw where um, uh, uh, Gotham Knights was actually getting bumped up to like October 21st. It was like, wow, what was it originally? It was, it was the 30th. It's moved up like eight or nine days. Okay, because like he said, like the way Jeff, the way Jeff Kelly introduced that was a little bit weird because it was like, "Hey, Gotham, I saw him coming in October," and then after he says that, like coming a little earlier than you might have thought, and wink, wink, see it in the trailer. They play the trailer. It says October twenty first. Like that's late in October. What was it? I think it was. I didn't remember what originally. So it's like couldn't be a long time. Because I'll be honest with you, that's the only game that I'm really buying this fall that I can think of is that one. I I I don't think there's anything else. Um, I might. I did Bayonetta three. Yeah, well, like, yeah, I'm Bayonetta. Bayonetta. Of course, I'm getting Bayonetta. Yeah, I forgot. I've got it pre-ordered. I wasn't even thinking about Bayonetta. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, other than Bayonetta and, and Gotham Knights, I might get Pokemon. I don't know. I, I usually say, oh, no, I probably won't get this Pokemon. I'll wait. And, and then, then he buys it five times. Yeah, then I Whoa. buy it three times over. <laughs> so, yeah. um, John, if you don't buy it and don't play, or if you do buy it and don't play it, just send it to me. Okay. I can I have no I've got a lot of games that I've bought that I just haven't played. I've got a lot of those. I could, I could send you the thing. It's like... Uh, you know, I, I told my buddy when he's like, I haven't played Fallen Order. It's like, oh, if I had it on Xbox or I had it on PS5, I'd totally let you borrow it. I, I, I won't play it again, but I don't. I have it on Xbox. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, the only other thing that I noticed was Sony finally revealed like a, a DualSense Edge controller. It's kind of like their version of the Pro Controller. Um, it looks all right. It, 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 what yeah, didn't, it, it didn't go quite as far as I wanted it to go. 
And same, yeah, it didn't blow up my skirt, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, I like the interchangeable buttons and everything like that. But the reason I like this controller better than any other controller, it's not because of the back buttons, it's not because of the removable sticks. It's because I can tighten these sticks, and this thing is covered in rubber, and it has a nice weight to it. That's the three reasons why I like this controller. <laughs> I definitely want to get my hands on it. Crying out loud! Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I've I've been in the market for a, a nicer you know dual sense controller and i like to go with the official ones but i've had a lot of problems with my dual senses i've gosh i've owned like seven i think wow. and three of them wow. had uh joy con drift um mm-hmm. one of them has a sticky x button and like i'm not gross with my controllers right. I, yeah. they look nice um and I don't like play fighting games or anything, so I'm I'm not abusing my controllers, but they're just they're wearing out. Yeah. I must use mine know just not that much because mine are still fun. I have two oh, mine are too, that I got I've... with the console, and they're just still fun. I, 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 I had one it. that that the triangle button would just like activate on its own huh. for a while, and yeah. uh, I the other day it's my my controller just turned off when I was playing with it, and the battery was still at like three bars, and I just turned it back on. And it was good for another five hours. I was just like, oh. <laughs> Weird. Cool, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, but, but if 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 their edge is going to do that, I don't I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, to, I know. It's hard to spend how much money. Well, and they 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 it's still going to be the same thing on the inside. For you. And they haven't said how <laughs> yeah. much it's going to be. You played too long. You know, they they haven't said how much it's going to be either. That's that's the other thing I'm curious about. I don't know. I have I have had two of these uh, Xbox Elite controllers, and there's a lot of people out there that give give this thing a lot of grief this thing to me is the best controller i have ever played with i love this thing so much the weight of it is really good the i turn the tension for the sticks up all the way so they're real tight and snappy i really like that and i like the i like the rubber grips on it i just like that feel you know my hands sweat when i hold things so i like something that i can really grip on and it sticks to my hands um, but I like the new DualShocks. Uh, they're, they, to me, they feel like a, a really premium controller over the uh, um, the last ones on the PlayStation 4. Yeah. The PlayStation 4 oh, I love the fun yeah, factor. Sure. It's great. Yeah. What's, what'd you I say? Was su- I was surprised there was... I a- said, oh, for sure. Like, you take a PlayStation 4 standard controller with the DualSense one for the PlayStation 5 and, like, hold the one at each yeah. end. Like, this one feels cheap. This one does not. Yeah, I like I like a little weight yeah. to my controller. I mean, I don't want it heavy, but I, I like... It makes it feel premium but i mean i like i like a weight in my hand i like to feel it i don't like to feel like i'm going to break it um but yeah i mean i like the dual sense i just don't play my playstation 5 enough to really say i'm in love with it but i i feel like the fact that they don't have a way to customize the d-pad is like a statement that we've perfected the d-pad no you haven't it's, it's just like, but, but give us options. Like I, I would probably never change it. Yeah, it's not a pad. I, I, would, I would never do anything with it, but I yeah. still want the option. Like well, if you're going to come yeah. out with a, a competitor, you know, to Xbox's elite controller, at least have the, the bare minimum. Off. Yeah, I mean, I pull oh, a real D-pad off, you know, and yeah. You know, and then put the, I like the rounded wood, but I like just the regular square. I like a real D-pad. I don't like the PlayStation D-pad. I haven't for a long time with the buttons. I've just never liked it. It, hurt, it hurts my thumbs after yeah. a while if I'm doing like a fighting game or something. Yeah. 
So I get that. But, you know, they haven't said anything about it. I, I would have liked to have seen, like, the, the grips more in rubber. and But that's just me. That's, that you know, I'm sure there's people out there. And they haven't said if you can, you know, they said you could swap the sticks. But, you know, can you adjust the tension on them? Can you do? It seemed like it was just height. Yeah, see, I, height doesn't, I don't do anything with height. I like the tension on yeah, the sticks. I wouldn't bother with that. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's it's probably not a... I don't play my PlayStation enough to say I'm going to buy it anyway. But, you know, if I did, I don't know. I don't know. I really like my Elite controller. To me, it's hard to beat. If they would bring out an Elite 3 with... You know, if they would redo and do haptics or something on them like PlayStation did, that's probably the only way I'd ever upgrade it. But, well, like I said, I've got two. I travel with one, and I keep one at home. <laughs> but... I didn't pay full price for them either, so there you go. I mean, not everybody buys two hundred and seventy dollar controllers to go. Oh, and I don't even use them like I'm supposed to use them. Yeah, I don't use the back buttons. I don't use the. Yeah, it's like, why do you play? Why do you have that? It just feels good in my hand, and I prefer it. <laughs> but uh, what well, was there? Any anything... reason as any? Yeah, I mean, you know, if I'm going to play for five or six hours a night, you know, it's... <clears throat> if I am. Um, but anything catch anybody's eye? The Dune game yeah. sounds kind of cool. Um, I mean, sure. It's not much that was really about it. It was pretty much right. a teaser. Like, hey, this yeah, is a nice looking trailer. Uh, I, I'll make a weird comparison. There's one that I hope will be uh, uh, the Suicide Squad compared to Suicide Squad. The Lords of the Fallen is uh, the name. Yeah, of that the was a weird announcement. You know? Like, they renamed it, was Lords of the Fallen 2. They sort of teased it before i guess and now it's the lords of the fallen and so i was like okay that's weird but it looks pretty and like i like my souls mm-hmm. things so i'm hoping that it's good yeah so uh, they also had what was it called i always i'm messing up the name in my head this is one thing i hate about ign your site is too big yeah it really is it takes especially for ones like this that are recaps of a you know press of it that has lots of things and you're scrolling forever because yeah. the font is so large. Yeah, it, zoom, it hasn't but... been good to navigate since like the PS2 days. No. <laughs> there we go. It's called the Lies of P. It looks yes. like yeah. blood, like Bloodborne, but you know Pinocchio, Pinocchio. sort of. Yeah. yeah, I heard about weird I and cool, and I want too. it to be good because it looked cool. <laughs> I'm hoping that it's good. I heard a lot about that, and I saw a lot on Twitter about High on Life. And you know, yeah, I'm looking forward no, to High on I, Life. That one looked like I don't like that. Whatever is going on with the game is like a lot of people like it. For me, did you ever play like, Trevor? Yeah, like or Trevor style. saves the universe or whatever. Did you ever play that? Well, like this? what I didn't like is they showed gameplay, and it's like this really tiny arena like boss fight thing that looks yeah. like this looks boring. It doesn't look like the shooting is very good. And it's going on way too long, and you're just sponging a bunch of stuff, and then, oh, wait, now you're doing a different thing. And then, like, they, the whole bar goes down, but the boss fight isn't over. It continued somehow. I was just like... But the guns talk, know, Nathaniel. Man. Come on. Not when they're fighting. Well, maybe... <laughs> I, I was looking at it and being like, okay, if you're going to do that and you have a gun there, I want to be going, like, pew, pew, while you're firing, and it wasn't doing that. And I was like... <laughs> The gun you know, bored while it was firing in this thing in the gameplay. I was like, eh, okay. Speaking of things talking when you're firing in in Dark Cloud, you know the game I've been playing. There's a slingshot that talks smack <laughs> about your enemies when you fire it. Come on, guys! Yeah. It's been there done. You go. Yeah. It's been, this is I mean, done. there's plenty of games that have done <laughs> you know that idea of a, a sentient weapon before. I think the uh, another thing that they showed that I thought long... looked, like, cool, it could be cool, but who knows from the CG trailer is uh, Atlas Fallen. 
Yeah. It had kind of like uh, some sort of monster huntery looking monsters in it, but they're all like manipulating sand, kind of doing some sand magic or something or other in there. That yeah, looked that like it. Cool. Kind of cool. Uh, How about Dead Island 2? Finally. Uh, yeah, man. I want to go to that island back. of Los Angeles, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is what. To this be is fair, it, it's dev. probably going to be underwater in the next 10 years, right? Well, yeah, sure. This is the third dev that has worked on this game, and it seems like maybe they're finally going to actually get it out after like almost a decade at this point. Oh, hopefully we don't have ourselves a Saints Row situation because, man, what's been going on with that? It's been insane. Yeah, it's not heard good things about Saints Row. I was shocked by how good the trailer looked, personally, for Dead Island 2. Yeah, it looked all right. It looked pretty good. Uh, What's up with all the pirate games coming out all of a sudden? Uh, It's like. Cashing in on the Johnny Depp trial, that's what it is. I guess. That's what it is, yeah. Did you guys see the trailer for Scars Above? I did not. A sci-fi game that has like this big weird pyramid thingy hovering over Earth or something. It looks a lot like um, Returnal visually. Probably not anything like the game, but like dark kind of... Uh, sci-fi look to it. I don't know. The trailer was cool. I saw that Under the Waves uh, from uh, Aquatic Dream. That looked interesting. But, no, I, I, I only things I saw was if anybody was talking about it on Twitter because I didn't. I didn't get a chance to watch <laughs> it. It was at an odd time of the day, and I was out. And then by the time I got to the hotel, it was over, and I was like, eh, I'm not going to watch it probably. And, I had spotty Wi-Fi at the hotel most of the time, and but yeah, yeah there's one called Phantom Hellcat that had an interesting, very short like teaser. Killer clowns from outer space. A lot of people. Talking there you about go. That That's the movie Titan game that we've all been yeah, waiting for. We've all been waiting, <laughs> waiting for that one for forty years or however long. It's so been. over those types of games, man. Yeah, I know. They right. had a yeah, trailer for. Uh, Dorf Romantic, the puzzle game that I talked about like yeah. maybe three or four episodes ago, is coming to Switch. Oh, finally! Which that would be a great Switch, Switch game. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, I bought yeah, that. I think it's a very it. small, like a student-made uh, game, I believe, and it's uh, they're from Germany, which is probably why they got into this yeah. whole uh, show. Even though it's just a short trailer saying it's on Switch, but yeah, it's a it's a cool, chill puzzle game. So yeah. it will, I think it would play really well on Switch. I bought it on Steam. Played on Steam Deck. Works really well on Steam Deck. So it would work really well on uh, on Switch. But yeah, I mean, cool games coming out. Hopefully. Yeah, there was really just a bunch of kind of smaller things, or a couple of like uh, things like Callisto Protocol had some more footage that we've already seen before, and then they ended with the big thing was the Dead Island two. Yeah. Well, because it got two trailers. Ooh, Ooh two trailers. Because <laughs> it was all this very much just CG trailer of like, hey, there's this character, he's going out, and like, oh, he's killing zombies, and now he's going back to his apartment, and oh, he forgot something, so he has to go back out and get it. And I'm like, okay, what is this? Oh, is this dead? I'm like, cool, fine, whatever. <laughs> and then they're like, hey, would you like to see gameplay? Here's another trailer. I'm Hooray! like, all right. <laughs> It's just the trailers, you know, they've been sitting on for a decade, so they had yeah. to had to get them out the door. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, Robert. Did you put the PSVR release window thing in there? Yeah, they said. Yeah, I just I just know they announced it since our last uh, recording. Yeah. So yeah, early early twenty twenty three. 
That's what they yeah, say. That's we'll right. see. And they're still trying to figure out price, otherwise they probably would have told us. Yeah, I'm guessing. I mean, I've been, I've been figuring February was the release window, or February or March for this thing since they announced it. It just seems to make sense. Yeah. What worries me, though, is how many people are going to buy it with you know, raising the PlayStation 5 50 more dollars in certain Maybe, maybe that's why they're raising the price. They're going to bundle it. Well, I mean, well, yeah, right. America, bundle yeah. it for PSVR $1, 2 is a, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. PSVR 2 so far is just like, okay, cool, that hardware's neat. That's like a nice upgrade over, you know, the original hardware. But what are you going to play on it? Right. They haven't really answered that yet. Yeah. So they need to say, hey, this is what's coming for it. Otherwise, why buy it? <laughs> yeah, I... My my big yeah, thing. Well, I mean, Sony always has a a fall showcase, right? So they're I assume In, that would be when they yeah. would yeah, usually, focus on this. I would thing. think either that or yeah, I, I would think that they're going to do it at some point on that. That or they'll have the showcase in February, and this thing will launch in. Yeah, they're in a weird place because I don't know if they want to wait till God of War Ragnarok is out before they show. Here's a bunch of stuff that's coming after that, or if they're gonna, who knows, you know. Yeah. I, they could I'm, still do it before that. They could wait. They could say, "Hey, here's you know, wait till the beginning of the year for VR specifically, and just do a thing that's just that." They could do a bunch of different things. I'm going to guess that thing is going to be three ninety nine or four ninety nine, if I had to guess. <laughs> One million dollars with the with the tech that's packed in it. It's got. to I'd be say three ninety nine is a, is a safe bet. Now you know it's going to be funny. You know it's going to be funny. It's going to be more expensive than the PlayStation Five. It's going to be. It could be six hundred dollars. I mean, who knows? I mean, you know, I mean, the the Quest Two is now five hundred dollars, and it's, you know, VR's I, tech is not cheap. No. And if they're raising the price of the console itself, and they're, it's not like they're doing kind of like budget VR. Really, like it's still not quite as high end as what some of the stuff you can get for PC is, but not by right. that much. It's, no, they're packing anymore. quite a bit into the PSVR 2. It's yeah. not going to be cheap I mean, at all. No, <laughs> and that's there's a lot of things with the PSVR that I like, and they've taken it from Meta, like the, you know, the, you could touch the side, see the room. You know, I can do that on my Quest. It's really cool. You know, if I'm, you know, oh, what was that noise? Did it, oh, now I can see, you know, with the cameras. You know, that's conspiracy theory that's why the playstation price is going up is because they're also making the vr stuff and they're pre-subsidizing it by <laughs> raising hey, the price of the console I mean, they... and that's why microsoft is not because they don't have a vr thing they're also spending money on <laughs> you know i see a lot of people online. maybe they'll be able to launch the vr cheaper by raising the ps5 price they're gonna come way under it'll be 299 because nope. not only the people buying the VR are paying for it, but no, everybody who buys no. the system is paying. They raise the $50 console price so that the price of the VR doesn't seem quite as high by comparison. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's only $399, guys. You know, the console now is $550, but you know, VR is $399. This is so much cheaper. But I have to have a PlayStation for that too, right? Yeah, it's only $900 you, you just, to bundle them together. It's fine. It's you, fine. You just don't tell them they need the PS5 until they buy the vr yeah oh my gosh i could only imagine <laughs> those discussions from the retail <laughs> side of oh i want a psvr oh do you have a playstation 5 well no do i need one is it not no you have to have a... i could just imagine <laughs> yeah but you kind of have to imagine it because i highly doubt that it's going to be in stores oh like, i doubt it is with how what console availability is, is yeah. they're not going to be making that enough of those for them to just be sitting in stores really unless you just ra get randomly like they you see one somewhere. actually had five series x's over at my walmart here that was the most i've seen in the store at one time 
course, they were gone by the time that I walked around the store and came back. But you they, turn around, turn your back for like five seconds, and then like, huh? Oh wait, one went away. Let me see. How long does it take? Yeah, oh, they're all gone. No, yeah. no, it was just like some a smoke cloud left. <laughs> yeah, I, but you know, to actually see some on a store shelf for even a half hour was. That was kind of weird being two years into it and go, oh, wait, a console on the shelf? What? <laughs> Still haven't seen a PlayStation, but, you know, someday. But, yeah, so that's all I've got. Has anybody got anything else before we, we call it an evening? So No? No? All right. Well, like I say, guys, uh, follow us uh, on Twitter, at GL underscore podcast, if you want to come hang out with us live. Um, if not, you'll get it on the feed of your podcatcher of choice when I put it up sometime Sunday afternoon or early Sunday evening, <laughs> or you could just watch it on YouTube if you want to <laughs> watch the VOD on YouTube if you want to. So, but uh, we're also on Spotify. Take that, Kojima. Oh yeah, we're on everything. Yeah. We're on some. <laughs> Podomatic has put us on some podcatchers I didn't even know existed. I had to go look them up. I'm like, what is this thing? I have never heard of it. So. So our next episode or two, we need to have Kojima in the title of the episode so that when people are searching for it, they'll find our episodes. Yeah, that's what I'm going to start doing. That's, that's more. Got to think SEO, man. Yeah, man. That's exactly. Going, going back going back to Pits of the Lamb, search engine optimization. Yep. I'm telling mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. So our next episode should be the 10th, somewhere around in there. Um, well, like I say, follow us on Twitter uh, if you want to come hang out with us live. And then you'll know when we go live because I try to tweet out a couple hours ahead of time, um, unless I forget. Um. Well, you know, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. Actually, you know what? I'll do this on purpose just so we can take advantage of that. Since Death Stranding is now on Game Pass, well, you know, I'll. That's I'll the next game it. I'm playing. You know, just sneak peek. It yeah, is. exactly. It's, yeah. it's downloaded. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the third third full playthrough i do that you know so. i bought, oh wow i bought i have not made it through that game <laughs> i bought this stranding on ps4 when it was on sale one time for 20 dollars, and i never installed it on the playstation 4 or the playstation 5 i don't even think i've taken it out of the wrapper i think it's still back here on the I, I got that game probably a week after it came out for 20 dollars because Redbox was going under and yeah liquidating all of their games so i i got yeah. the disc version for 20 dollars and I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't beat it. I played. I don't know, maybe eight hours of it before something else caught my attention. But yeah. now I got the PS5 version. I'll so tell you what, we're gonna give it a go. Microsoft needs to get with Valve and just make a Game Pass on Steam, so I could just download games to my Steam Deck. I mean, come on. Gabe said he was up for it, so why not? Come on, Microsoft, don't make a portable. Console. Is there a web browser though? How well does the uh, the cloud stuff work perfect. on it through a browser? Works perfect. That, okay. Yeah, it works really, really good. Because I downloaded, uh, they've done a be- they did a beta for Edge, so it runs through the Edge browser, the Microsoft Edge browser. Oh, okay. So it's op- yeah. it's optimized. It works great. I mean, it works really, really good. So, and it, and it, it it the game or the browser it understands. It processes Steam Deck as a controller, yep. basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I, was worried I even it, have, like, you. Microsoft even has instructions on their website on how to optimize the layout and everything with logos oh. and everything. So it just yeah. appears in your Steam library as a non-Steam game, and I click on it, and it just immediately, just like logging into Xbox Game Pass on the system, it's just, oh, I'll pick yeah. this game, and, and it goes. Oh, it works great. That's awesome. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. it works really good. That's why I say everybody's like, oh, this Microsoft needs to make a handheld console. No, they don't. There's a handheld console out there. Just go to Steam and say, here's 15% of uh, Xbox Live or Xbox Game Pass subs. Put it on. I mean, the, uh, EA's, EA Play or whatever it is, it's on Steam, so I can't Game Pass be on there. Why not? Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah, do it. As if I don't have enough games to play as it is anyway. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, on that note, we're going to call that a show. Thanks a lot for hanging out and listening to us. And we will catch you guys next time. Take care. podcast is part of the Gamers Lounge Radio Network. Get more gaming news and shows at www.the-gamers-lounge.com.